everyone, welcome to the Lightbringers Guild Wars 2 podcast, season 3, episode 5, when we're talking about the secrets of the obscure story continued, part 2, from chapter 4 onwards, voices beyond the well, and there's only one voice that I can hear, and it's Boots being an absolute legend. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say jackass. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say jackass. I'm English, I would say jackass. And I'd have to say jackass as well. I'd say bellend, but like, you know, not many people know that, so I will. I won't call you a bellend. That's, that's me. I'm honestly just sad that you didn't have the mic on so that everybody could hear Boots singing through the I may have got a tiny bit of it. At the end. Okay, I'm glad. Okay, I'm good, glad good, good. That, that was shared what with the world. What is Kruf doing? Kruf, okay. said they might sleep. I have they a plan. Just roll with it. Kruf, we're not actually gaslighting you. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can gaslight me any day. <laughs> no, Jumbo, Kruf's working on something. Kruf's setting the stage, so we just have to let them play this out. Oh, dramatic, mm -hmm. like music. Dramatic. Oh. Yeah. I see, I see. Well, well, Kruf uh, does whatever they're doing. Let's do a mini intro of ourselves. Uh, we have, an, and shout out to uh, the Crying Herald, who's unfortunately not very well today, and they will not be joining us. I had six of us ready, ready to go. I was like, six people? That's a lot, because Otterscott is going to join us for more story reviews, because they came in at the beginning. And I felt it would be very awesome to have them continue to come back. Continuity. Yes, indeed. So that was <laughs> the thing. Idea. So welcome back. Boots is back as well. And yeah. Rookery is back as well. So you three people are back who have just been away. Well, two people are back who have been away. Oscotch yeah. has been away technically, but was here last week. <laughs> I was here uh, too. Oh, you were here, but, <laughs> you were. You were, but you were here. So you're uh, fine. Kruf was there. I think Kruf actually I mean, has been on the most episodes. Maybe. Yeah, good Maybe job. Actually. I think you have. Yeah. Is, that, is that saying something about their availability? Damn. <laughs> wow. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> I was just going to be like, oh, that's because Boots and I are just slackers, but Boots is over here. Just Boots is I'm normally turn entertaining the on someone this. or cooking dinner or something. You really said, I have nothing like, better to we do. We have a social life. Wow. <laughs> What does it say about me? Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm here every time. Well, the thing is that your purpose here is to wrangle us. I wrangle all the people. I normally, yeah. normally at the beginning of the week, I'm like, who's well, or Wednesday maybe. Like, who's well, coming? There are some times. Seven days later. There are some times where you were like, okay, I can't do a show this week, yeah. but we were all raring to go. Of yeah, course, we were, of like, course. You've got your own private chat where you're just like, I wonder if Gemma is going to talk to us this week and tell us the, show, yeah. the show's on rather than like exactly. the day before. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Kruf, tell us what you do, where you do it. Oh. Hello, Kruf. You can find me at Kruf. Okay. <laughs> okay, why was my impression a South Park character? What? I don't know. Hi guys, I'm so happy oh, to be that's here. Right. I was rising up like it was, you know, my world tour. But um Oh my god. Um, I, I got the dramatic reveal. Yeah, I thought it was great. Me. I appreciated um, that. <laughs> do you want to do it again and we could like do dramatic music in the background to like really add oh, some I extra can do impact? The, or... I can do the Guild Wars 2 theme for Secrets of the Obscure. Do you have a cat okay. that you could pet while doing that? Start again. Ooh, be very maniacal. Start again. And okay. go. 
Wait. Wait, 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 wait. I have to wait. It's <laughs> it's the slow intro, remember? I'm going to tell you. I'll give you a countdown. Do you have a voice changer with an announcer megaphone sound? <laughs> Go on. Raise up now. Raise up now, Chris. Raise up. Now, 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 now. It's slow. It's really slow. Just keep looking. Don't, don't say anything yet. Go back down. Go back down. I'm not ready. Hi. Thank you. Go back now. Amazing. Okay. Incredible. That was it. Y'all can go find me on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it was the it was the violin part. It was just like very romantic and very like slow and coarse. You have intro music for all of us? No. Yeah. I can. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it was just the secrets of the obscure. Uh, well, boots. Mm. If you could have an oh, that can be that can be our my random question to everyone this week. Oh. If you had an intro had to have an intro song what would it be don't worry be happy <laughs> we're not are you yet we're talking mine about would be oh god you just take curves curse is apparently the secret to the obscure theme <laughs> no Which makes total sense, does it have to be go worse you related or can no, it be anything? it can be anything okay oh it depends like am i going into the hunger games or am i like you know <laughs> what event am i entering um wrestling I mean, no, this podcast. <laughs> if if oh. it was wrestling, it would definitely have to be. Why can't we be friends? But I think someone's already got that. Like don't. I know it's a good one. They did. They made a good choice. Oh, fair enough. I mean, I've really been enjoying. Uh, I literally just listened to it. It's the song called "That Girl" by Brie Runway. All right, okay. all right, all right. Cool. Mm -hmm. I can't play really any of these beat. songs, by the way, because of copyright infringement. I mean, you can play like five seconds. No. Yeah, play five seconds. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, YouTube I will slay my face. Seconds. Look it up. Okay, excellent choice. Don't know it, but I'm sure it's great. Uh, <laughs> We're going to give wow, Ross Scotch wow. some time because Ross Scotch okay. looked very panicked when I was like with the question. Ross Scotch was like, Ninja oh, <laughs> <an intro> song. <laughs> so I'm going to give you now, time. Record. I'm apparently, you know, uh, neither Boots, Otter, nor I are worthy of dramatic intro music, which is fine. If you it's want fine, me to but... do it, I will do it. But you have to come <laughs> no, in. You no, have to come all, in okay, dramatically. Deborah. Like, do it's you okay. have the same effect of, with your chair? Is it a Guild Wars two DX Racer seven point four million XY two four seven version of the chair? I mean, Wait, I you... have that chair next to me, okay, but maybe you should. Is that a it. requirement <laughs> for the dramatic chair reveal? Okay, I'm gonna be honest. Right, I've right. got one as well. Wait, why aren't you using that amazing me? chair? Because I, because I'm a kind and benevolent soul, and I gave it to my partner. Also, uh... because I have a special ergonomic chair, because my mm. body is falling apart. <laughs> I can't I'll be there soon enough. The chair is <laughs> not. To... The chair is not big enough for me. I might need to quiz you on what kind what? of chair you've got because I'm Jeff falling bro. apart. Yes, um, we can we can chat. We can chat. It's the back. It's the back piece. Oh yeah, Jabra's just swole. Yeah, Jabra's just like so swole, so strong, so it's like giant, so powerful. No, and you enormous. know that bit on the back. It fit. It's fixed. It's down where my like shoulders are. So, so I can't actually sit. It. Okay, okay, Jabro. This intro is not about how enormous you are. This intro is about. Who it's I always am. about how enormous what I am. Music embodies Every you. Every single one. God damn, I'm so huge. I'm 
bro, you just said that, and now what I'm about to say is I want to no. know this is your fault. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you want to hear about how huge Trevor <laughs> is, tune into the Lightbringers uh, every week. No, if you want to hang out and talk about MMOs okay. and sometimes laugh at the things that Jebra says, but mostly play MMOs and hang out on my channel, um, you can find me on twitch.tv Rookery. You can find me on YouTube at the same. You can find me on Twitter for now at Rookery underscore. We were just talking about Blue Sky before the podcast got started today. Mm. Um, so you can just find me at Rookery on that as well. Uh, and again, that's R-O-O-K-U-R-I. And my theme song would be Levitating by Dua Lipa. So. Oh, I love that song. Oh, I don't that know that one either. It's like... I'm levitating. <laughs> Someone needs to like, come out with some rock or metal or something, and I'll, I'll be like, yeah, I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at you, I got you, mates. Go on. I need to look okay, up these songs. I'll later. go last. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, well, I'll look up my playlists. Oscar, tell us okay. what you do. Wait, it's, this doesn't have to be a hugely serious thing. No, it could be Postman Pat or Thomas the Tank serious. Engine for all I give a hell. Honor's <laughs> 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 like, mine is, mine is Mad World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good one. Which version? No, There's like 74 versions of that song. Wasn't there this really like uh, uh, minor key threatening villainous version? Oh, no, probably. That's not me what, at all. From um, um, <laughs> Bonnie Darko. I don't remember. <laughs> But no, my my intro song would probably be like the Korok Forest theme or something. It, it can't be serious. Because <laughs> you're just going to spoil it. <laughs> okay. I can't. You're um, going to have to message me that one as well. I don't know. Okay, okay. Uh, I also, I am. Do, 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 do. I, I, that's I just like, like it. Right I like it. it. Excellent. <laughs> It's, it's really it's really light and slightly goofy and whimsical and you know it's good but i might not be that either like a hobbit um, lord of the rings song yeah that kind of okay you, you don't take them quite too seriously <laughs> sorry carry on yeah i forgot that uh no i'm otter scotch i do variety stuff uh, mostly on twitch occasionally i make foray forays into youtube but i'm not very um consistent <laughs> And uh, yeah, I am also in the process. Yeah. Uh, yep. And I'm setting up on Blue Sky as well, now that I have a code. Yeah. Awesome. Do yeah. all the things. Felting mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. does Felting. makes lots yes. of very cool things, which you should check out. If you get stuff on your shop, there's a shop as well, right? I, it, yes, actually. I have a shop on... Uh, Red bubble. Etsy? I was Red like, it's bubble. a color. Okay. It's a color. <laughs> what is the site with the color? <laughs> uh, blue bubble. Uh, no, <laughs> blue sky. What I said. <laughs> oh, okay. It's fine. Excellent. Excellent. Thank yeah. you for joining us again. Boots. No I... pressure. You're still looking up the playlist, aren't you? I got a lot of songs. Mm -hmm. I got too many songs. Sure. I mean, it's got to be. It, it's still. Um, uh, don't worry. Be happy. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh but or or maybe or maybe uh oh dear how are we doing everyone are we all right <laughs> are we having a good show so far it's great oh whatever it's fine that's good it's good enough. don't worry be happy it's great you can pick I whatever song it. you want it's up to you mate what about the guild wars 2 secrets of the obscure uh, song called Amnitas in Peril. 
I'm honestly surprised you didn't say these boots are made for walking. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. That's the answer. Boots. That's the answer. Uh, there you go. Well, that can right, be your well. song. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go with That's your wrestling theme tune. And all you wear is boots and a small little pair of pants. <laughs> boots and a speedo. Yeah, have you thought often about I think small so. Small little pair of pants. Uh, boots is my little sausage. So. <laughs> I forgot about that. Beautiful. It was beautiful. Wow, I just love the bonds that form on this podcast, you know? I uh, just love it. Uh, cool. What was I talking about? Uh, right. It's gone. Yeah. Sausages and speedos. Your intro. <laughs> Today, Jepro is really the one that's like off the rails. We're doomed if Jepro can't stand. Uh, it's been a wild week of clients. Oh, Sometimes it gets to the end of the week and I'm like, throw everything in the air and I'm like, it's fine. Uh, so I finally edited the uh, Festival of Four Winds Adventures. So those are going up to one going up today, <laughs> one's tomorrow, one's on Sunday. Nice. And so I could uh, get to the rest of them later on all the i'm into path of fire those Excited. are on youtube on world of Adventures. make sure you advertise Woo. them on blue sky yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my three followers <laughs> follow us all on apps that aren't x or whatever uh or you, or you can do that find well. me on grinder <laughs> <laughs> that was an earlier conversation uh, <clears throat> okay you can find me, Jebro, twitch.tv slash JebroUni, streaming randomly on the weekend, maybe doing other stuff. Uh, Twitch, Twitter, all the things, youtube.com slash JebroUni to find these episodes on the Saturday, the day after they come out. Um, after we've had the live show, 1 p.m. Pacific on a Friday, my intro song would be Ramble On by the Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah. That's good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just Not the immigrant song? Legends. No. Well, maybe. It depends if I'm in Engl England or America. Right, America if I'm in America, yeah. immigrants mm. <laughs> If I'm in England, Amazon, because it's Lord of the Rings and all this fun stuff. Anyway, I guess it's got Lord of the Rings F reference. Okay, <laughs> as we have the mysterious Guild Wars 2 Secrets of the Obscure music coming in, we will start our review. Or continue our review, not starting it again. <laughs> we already Damn, started it twice. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> We've already been there twice, we don't need to continue. Uh, but we are going on to the fourth chapter, which is Voices Beyond the Veil. Keep working with the Astral Ward in Skywatch Archipelago. Archipelago or Archipelago? Co? Archipelago. To go. To go. To go. Go. Yeah, bro, you Archipelago. know that an archipelago is a real word of like a type of land <laughs> structure. Okay. I do. I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted I to double check. But sometimes okay. words don't look like they should. <laughs> I can't That's say fair. them properly. Like most people pronouncing it archipelago. It depends if you're American. Wrong. Or no, <laughs> arch archipelago. That's what I feel too. Yeah. Archipelago. Pipigo. Secrets of the obscure. Okay, I will be the one that will keep us on on track here. It's oh, secrets of the obscure. Yes. This is, secrets uh, of the obscure. <laughs> if you're wondering what the footage is in the background, it is Kroof's playthrough, uh, and we just meeting. I think we're meeting. 
Arch, uh, uh, I keep saying Urchic. it wrong. Urchic. Urchic and Gladium. Gladium. Which, by the way, have we all decided that these are definitely an homage to Groot and Rocket? I didn't even think of that. Well, I feel like Gladium would have been a Silvari though. That should have been a Yeah, I mean, I can see, I can see the same kind of dynamic though. Yeah, but they don't say their name though. They're just quiet. Yeah, that is yeah, but you know, if they say gladium all the time, I do love these two. They are, <laughs> Which would yeah. be weird. <laughs> yeah. These two are so precious. I think they are the cutest characters, maybe that we have in this game. Like they are so sweet, and Ogden, I also yeah. really love that. Well, I think they're cuter than Ogden. Just what? Uh, so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, but no, I love them. And I love the fact that uh, Gladium uses sign language or an equivalent of sign language. Um, I had this like offhand thought while I was playing. I was like, oh, it'd be so cool if at some point they added in one of the achievement collections where you could like learn sign language. And then cool. if you True. like went back and replayed the story, all of Gladium's dialogue would be like translated for you. I was like, that'd be so good. I don't know. Either way, I just love, I love these two. They have such a great dynamic, and um, I think Urchik in particular just stole my heart. So sweet. The thing I like about Urchik the most is every once in a while when, uh, is it here? Uh, they? What is Urchik? I guess it doesn't matter. But she? <laughs> I, I, I think it's she. I think Urchik has said she. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but whenever she says the commander's name every once in a while it's like said in such a way that it's like fawning over but like like about to faint when she says commander <laughs> yeah, yeah like she's a mega fun. fan she oh, yeah. is yeah, yeah it's cute it's cute and for being a script you could really ride that line of getting too repetitive or annoying but the performance and the writing was so dynamic for Urchik that i never really got bored of the character and especially in, like the first introduction i think it was really strong they're a little bit this. more refined than your usual yeah. script though aren't they yes yes they're a little bit more up up to the intelligence of Most being able to enough. be yeah be by yourself and amongst the wizards and the hunters and all that mm -hmm. so yeah. shout out to urchik also i think later on in the story you there's a point where the commander is able to understand what gladium is saying and uh, urchik comments on it mm. and I, that's another th reason why i thought it was nodding a bit to uh uh, to Groot and Rocket, mm. because by the end, people can understand what they're Groot saying, even though they're just saying that. Mm, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Makes sense. Proof, is your chair coming about... up again anymore anytime soon? Because I... I'm going to have to change your... My chair? Uh... Isn't it? I was just, yeah, just, uh, just... just very low in the frame today. You were very low in the frame today. <laughs> like, I, just uh... had to, I just moved my table down okay, here it's okay i'm just gonna i'm gonna fix this so we can see your entire face there you go look at the camera for me wink at the camera <laughs> seduce the camera yeah just i don't do that unless i get at least a hundred dollars in my big account you know i know my worth but hundred that's fair. A hundred? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't seem like a lot at the camera? I think that's the crew valuing themselves. You want to know the other rates for the other things I can do? 
I'm gonna give two winks to the camera right now. I can't do that on YouTube. Like, I just don't have access. Two winks at the same time. It's called a blank. Do you know what will happen if Urchik hangs out with other script? Will they become like ridiculously smart? Ooh. Question. Actually, do get to talk to her about what happened and why she's off on her own, not with a scratch. Mm -hmm. um, was that there was was that side story or was it like a actual while we're going for it because i can't remember i think i actually chased her down to talk to her okay. it might have been at the end of the, it might have been at the end when there everybody's in the mm, that might be it yeah i can't remember exactly when hmm. but um she she got experimented on of course by some uh asura was made too smart and couldn't connect mentally with the other script like oh, she used to. Right, mm. right, right, right. Okay. That well, then that's sense, another though. nod to Rocket. <laughs> oh my I mean, gosh. Actually, yeah, really you really this, are huh? on this. I, mean, I think you cracked the code. A, you got it. You got it. You got it. But I mean, I like it because I feel like both Gladium and Urchik, right, mm -hmm. are technically part of like various cultures or i mean even biological effects with the script um i would assume where being a part of a larger collective is something that is like deeply important mm -hmm. and yet because of what happened either through like separation uh oh uh oh how uh oh that's all in the rook phrase <laughs> oh no, did I get can you all see me oh, now? No, you're back. You're back. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. You're, you're back. Oh. <laughs> Hi, welcome back. It's me. Um so You got uh, cut off when you said whether off. you got oh, cut off what, after you said whether she got separated. Okay, so like both of them come from like cultures or biological effects or like groups, right? That like are mm -hmm. larger collectives. So like whether or not um it was something because of like uh you know inability to communicate with that group or the things that she got like that happened to gladium um and the trauma and war and whatever else or urchik who you know was like experimented on and had these other kinds of things that made it so that she couldn't reconnect with her group and so like the two of them finding each other and creating this little mini group i think is such a lovely little like theme with them and it's very sweet and it's not unlike Groot and Raccoon, Rocket Raccoon, you're right. Like, it is for sure. Um, but I, I think it's just, like, a very strong narrative with those two, um, particularly because they're Char and Skrit, which is interesting. Oh, shoot. So who are the other... Mouse. Are the other ones other Guardians of the Galaxy, then? Oh, no. Let's, let's try to connect. Hold this on. is very Dissect much this, a huh? boost thing right Would now. Frode be Star-Lord? Frode we is We are Star-Lord. We uh. are Star-Lord. Uh, yeah, the other one we're the you know, or we're four because they both. Fought, no, you know, no, yeah. Oh, is Narcisse? Um, anyway, I forgot her name. <laughs> oh yeah, Mantis. 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 Mavana Star Lord. Period. We got it. We cracked we the code. It. We're done. Good. Let's continue. Okay. Uh, okay. That, so there's that conversation, and then Kruf was just like, "No, we're just gonna cut straight to another bit now." Yeah. I said we got to keep it pushing. Dagda and. That's what she's... <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Can I just say Oops. that I love Dagda? Dagda yes. might actually be one of my favorite characters to come out of the expansion. Mm. Um, one, just because I think it's so cool given the larger lore um, about huge. the, oh, what are they actually called in Guild Wars 2? Like giants, but they were referred to as... Jotun, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, given the context that we know that they were once such powerful spellcasters and that they um, really were one of the greatest powers on the planet, like, prior to many of the rises of the modern-day races, um, mm. is, like, it's something that if you haven't jumped into the lore of the game, you just aren't going to know. Because you see Jotun enemies around and you're just like, oh, those are just mobs that I kill on the maps. And, like, that's pretty much it. But the fact that we actually get a character who is a Jotun from that time and who is so interesting, and I love her like, I'm the tough mom. Also, I my wife, a Coden, left me. Also, like, all these details with her, like, you earning her respect. And the fight with her, oh, it's just all so good. It's like... It brings That's that lore cool to the fight. forefront. Yeah, it's just, it's really neat because I think a lot of people would never have known that, but you can use her character as a gateway to learn about all of that lore and history, which is so cool. Are mm. Norn, are oh, Norn God. like a, a mixture of Jotun and um, Koden? Are like, they, they're like, so they, they got together one time and the Norn came to be? I want to say I remember them being, say. I think they're separate. I yeah. I think there is something. I'm trying to remember Do where we I saw this. Any of this. their creation mythos? Yeah, I think there's something at some point that says that they are two distinctive groups. Like the Norn did not come specifically from Jotun, but I don't remember where I saw that. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen anything that says they were descendants. <laughs> so, but have you seen anything that, that says they weren't? <laughs> I mean, you can I'm gonna have, say you make probably not. Just probably <laughs> not. I mean, considering make it up. Hashtag. Hashtag. Um, Hashtag. We gotta look at. We gotta look at somebody. Somebody in chat, look up where the Norn come from, because the other question is why do they look so much like just big humans? And if humans aren't native to Tyria, <laughs> why are they the same, basically? Oh, the Norn. Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, I'm, I'm remembering now, because this is part of why I was so excited in Icebrood so uh, Ice Saga that we were going into the Norn homelands, is because they've kept it so vague and given us absolutely nothing on their, like, intercultural relationships before they were forced out of the North, or where they all came from, or what they are, and then we went there and it was Char Story. We were oh, supposed yeah. to get Joe's story. <laughs> were we? <laughs> As alluded to on an art station that a developer posted some of the uh, maps that were not finished and they had Jotun assets and it was very exciting. Oh, that post has since been taken down. Damn. But don't worry, y'all. Okay, I did so my investigative journalism. Here, <laughs> here's something that I found through the wiki. The origin of the Norn race isn't known, but there are theories. The Coden believe the Norn may be descendants from an ancient Coden group who disobeyed Coda's word during the dragon storm and abandoned the Coden to go hunting to the south. Um, but it seems like there's some contradicting kind of lore about that. And they uh, made it I, to the south where the Jotun were, and then they got together. I, and I mean, I don't know. Throne the Lost, a Jotun storyteller, claims that Jotun and Norn once ruled the Shiver Peak Mountains during an age of giants, um, but nothing about them necessarily being like 
the same race, you know, or like, or coming from the same race. So yeah, okay. it, yeah, it seems kind of vague. But you uh, know when we turn sure. into, I mean, you know when you turn into a bear, like on the elite yeah. Norn thing, you yeah. literally turn into a Coden. Like you look no, like a well, Coden. No, you do. You're a bear. No, you're a different not really. Bear. Not a no, yeah. the the shoulders are way bulkier, and you've got like you're a brown, uh, a big one's Kodiak a bear. Standing up, one's, yeah, you? one's a Kodiak bear. I'm standing up. Yeah, Why but you're, you're, you're up? a different like, bear. What? I'm you're bipedal, but I'm, 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 I'm getting pictures. <laughs> they are the same in that they are both anthropomorphic bears. Yes. Wow. Just... Wow. Are they I mean, not different kind of codons? Hey, hey, codon can have different fur color. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know but this. now you're saying yeah. like I'm looking up. Uh, the, now you're saying, like, the, the Berenstein bears are the same thing. Okay, as no, you're right. You're, you're actually right. You're actually right. It looks nothing like it. Thank you Fine. for admitting. Thank you. No. Um, I mean, no, it's. <laughs> it it's, does look like even, even on the wiki, they talk a bit about how, like, the shape shifting form could be something indicative of, like, a tie to Coden, right? But there's no specific information i mean of course there is a lot of discussion yeah about like why do humans look so much like everybody else you could just probably make an argument that like bipedal sentient life kind of it just evolved the yeah, same but way nor, but norn and human that's really close i know we, it's we, do, we definitely close. have to continue so norn no can shapeshift so if we're not saying jotun and, and uh kodan there's only one other race that could sign a shame ship like Norn, which might be the true descendants of Norns, and that's Quaggan. Human can <laughs> human can oh God. through magic shapeshift. That's true. Yeah, true. I mean, okay, all this to say, Dagda is awesome. I would marry her. The end. <laughs> I, no, I don't, she's very cool. I really like the layers of character development, Love the extra the journals you can find with her. Her model, yes, yes. Yeah, I think she's super interesting, and um, like the dwarf reveal, you know, like we have with Lear, um, that was something that I was so excited to see in here with our ensemble, so very cool that we have a Jotun. And I hope we get to like actually hear more perhaps about some of this stuff, right, through her, and like through her understanding of the world from her time as opposed to what we know now. Be mm. cool. She's got cool tats. Yeah, she got cool tats too, yeah. She she looked yeah. after Zojo when she needed the heels as well. And I'm playing in the background a little bit. I don't think there's anything. She's, she's like an aunt to Zojo. She's like a what? An aunt. Oh. Sorry, I didn't pronounce it like you would. <laughs> I was like, I thought you said she's an aunt. <laughs> like, she is very tall. <laughs> she is very tall. She's a very tall aunt, I guess. I don't what know. is this, a Jotun for ants? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> okay, so we're with Dagda. We're in, uh, what is it? Voices Beyond the Veil. I can't remember this part massively, actually. I think we get to talk back to uh, Chick and also Gladium, but we are. Hather comments about this interaction between Dagda and the commander, because here Dagda is being very critical and um, untrustworthy of the commander. She and this is, is the like first a mom, time that... isn't she, though? Like, in that yeah. way, I guess. Well, no. Very protective. <laughs> yeah. She has, yeah. She has um, a responsibility to the Astral Ward and the, the people in it. So I think mm -hmm. her defensiveness, of course, makes sense. And this newcomer coming in and, like, being very unpredictable, um, it actually kind of eats at the commander's ego a little bit and Paytha picks up on it. Mm -hmm. um, but besides besides just him, uh, the commander being unpredictable, 
I mean, it's kind of talked about that they have been following, you know, the commander's exploits all this time, and mm -hmm. they see the commander as a, you know, what's the right word for this? Rogue agent, uh, a wild card. Yeah. <laughs> a free just agent. A, just go and an, do an unknown force, like a, something that is powerful, but could be very destructive other than that chick who's just like i love you yeah <laughs> well it's so charming because i really love how they interpret it almost as if all of the astral ward has been watching the same tv show and they yeah. all have their own thoughts on the characters that's kind <laughs> the of what they're doing though isn't the it fandom. It is, that's kind of what they do so cute it is it's like fandom war almost yeah. right where like you see Dagda who's just like this person is too strong like this person might become a threat we have to face down and like I have to acknowledge that even as mm -hmm. like the rest of the world might be super into this character right and then mm -hmm. you have characters like Urchik who are like so inspired by this figure and literally one of my favorite things about Urchik's writing is when like if you catch her out and about even um, like you can catch her sharing stories about what the commander did while she was fighting with them and she's like and then the commander did this and i was like and then it's like and they swung and they hit him and i was there too and it's like so cute oh my gosh because she really is like she's probably watched they've all watched the commander fight these these battles and have cheered for them when they themselves perhaps could not actually take action in events but mm. when they were privy to suffering and whether or not like the astral ward view the commander as yeah like a rising threat or somebody who made decisions that they personally disagree with and that they think caused more problems than solved like it's all really fascinating because i think it gives us our own vehicle to analyze what we've done as the commander and look at it from an outside source beyond just the people we've saved which is um very cool it's very cool and from a less easily dismissible point than joko's commentary on our, right. our actions <laughs> joko's commentary yeah. is always the best though pray joko let me just in case he's listening you know okay. yeah oh yeah just from the you. afterlife yes. from for maureen's stomach maureen's <laughs> stomach Way far away. One day he will return and he will rest. Joko made Orin EP. <laughs> so you had the option of uh, there was the, there's this voice line right now. Chick and Gladium are very honoured to work alongside the esteemed Pack com Pack Commander. I think they're the only one who literally keeps keeps calling them the Commander up until like a point, right? And the Pack has been defunct for a while, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, this is the thing. It's like the pack's gonna, yeah, very specific. Well, yeah, because when, when did Urchik get called up? Like, it was probably around the time that the pack was still around. Maybe, yeah. That could be, yeah. Maybe. Oh, no, but so, they've been like, watching that's them, the last remember. That they're still Yeah, but it's still, it's still kind of like when you know a person as something and you're interacting in a day to day with the world that they're in. Mm. And then Urchik went up to the wizard's tower and everything became more abstract and distant. Mm. Exactly. And, so, like, and, and so like we know what happened and we're no longer thought of as the pack commander yeah. just the commander and then something else but urchik only then from thereafter saw you at probably like very important moments and mm -hmm. those very important moments you're not gonna be like that's not the pack commander anymore yeah. right mm -hmm. yeah i mean out of the whole ensemble i feel like Brode 
is maybe the most forgettable of the most bunch. Of yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say Lear. Oh. Oh. Whoa! Whoa! No. <laughs> I think, no, well, I this agree. Is the big thing. I think that Lear's big character beat stuff is in the meta of the first mm -hmm. map. So, like, if you want more with Lear in those regards, like, his dialogue and the memories and everything else that you witness and him and Mabon in that meta is where you get a lot more of the meat of him as a character. Whereas with Frode, like, we do at least get the connection with his daughter and, like, those relationships as well as the kind of fatherly role that he takes. Some of the mm. supplemental lore stuff gives you, like, a bit more information about him. Um, and then, of course, Mabon... His daughter? Yeah, no, that's a hanging yeah. thread for the second part of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything. But um, yeah, like this ensemble overall, especially Mavon gets developed over the course of all the story we had and his additional stuff. And he's so... <laughs> oh, I just love him too. But like, I just have to give the writers props because I, I saw here even in your notes, Jebro, that you kind of compared them to Destiny's Edge in that we have like a new ensemble of companions and heroes right yeah yeah but like i just think they knocked it out of the park with these characters mm -hmm. like this is an ensemble that so quickly i find distinctive memorable compelling they're charming all in their own ways they're well developed there's a lot of little things and a supplemental lore and information which is no small feat when you're basically introducing a whole cast like cold to the players mm. um i really really found this ensemble really great and their like initial introductions to be just so telling about their personalities and character and to make you like them right off the bat or yeah. at least have like an idea of the dynamic with them right off the bat, which was so well done. And the I voice agree. And I would like to say that I think maybe we could have a, a good analogy here uh, for these characters. Um, no. Mabon, <laughs> Mabon <laughs> people are like, are like Dr. Barbie, Professor Barbie, uh, etc. Cetera, et cetera. War Barbie. And Frode, Frode, is, Frode is just Frode. I thought they were he's, he's in more the Barbie. And now they're Barbies? Like, what? what else I were will, they? Yeah, Frode. It's very I interesting. I knew where that was going. Because <laughs> Norn are very flat or abrasive and very upfront. But even with Frode, it doesn't necessarily. For me, I didn't get the impression that it was like ultimate Norn writing in terms of what they were in like Guild Wars 1 Eye of the North where they were like very headstrong just going for it. He is very thoughtful and has a lot of strategy behind his defenses and attack plan of attack. Maybe that's so the difference. He, I, but it just there's some characterization there's some emotion missing because also at the very beginning of the story his daughter arena is sucked into nios and mm. then the entire time he's just like, like well God. she'll be fine i actually <laughs> totally yeah. forgot until you reminded me last, it's like, time, okay. last time yeah i was like oh yeah that happened I mean, he doesn't see he doesn't just be a, like, that could be a part of his character too just having so much faith in his daughter right like he could just yeah <laughs> but it's not that. it's not even like said fiery that. passion it's not like she's gonna destroy all those demons and i pray they're it's very much like she he's just like well if anyone were oh, to get sucked well, in, actually, it's no. fine. Tio, though, part of the ascension into this into this um, group of people is like losing a lot of your memories and uh, kind of your emotional ties to them. So it's possible that, that it's true. for the specific like, wizard council, yeah. he's, he I don't, is I, I don't think he's on it. I don't think he's on it. 
it's, is he not? No, I don't think he is. Oh, I think he's okay. still no. just a, a. I'm trying to not a grunt. Well, maybe he's getting he's ready. Not a, for that. He's not so a. He's not a wizard. Already losing his time. <laughs> his <laughs> but yeah. someone else is doing it first. I do want to say that there is a journal, and I don't remember what all the details are, but I think I read it. I think there is a journal that explains why he is more sympathetic. Something about past trauma or like a, like, I don't remember if it was something about the fleeing of the Norn, witnessing the like massacre in the wake of Jormag. A little more disconnected. Yeah, there. Well, and and more compassionate might be. Mm. And I feel like he reconnected with his daughter, like he had joined the Astral Ward and then there was like a gap of time and they reconnected. And then she, after that reconnection joined, there is lore about him. I don't Mm -hmm. have it in front of me and I can't remember. I will agree wholeheartedly though, Kroof, in that I don't necessarily think that it is communicated as memorably, right? Like, I think it's that you have to find these supplemental books and things that are hidden around. And then you can talk to him after the meta on Amnitus as well. And I think there's a bit there about his daughter. Like, so it's it's vague. It's more vague. I, I feel like not every character needs to have like a tragic backstory that you that you are able to tell properly and like that. flesh yeah. out. I not feel, everyone I feel has like to be deep. It's it's okay if he is just a guy who's helping out and being a good, a good dude. Yeah, the thing no. is though that they did choose but, yeah. to have to say we chose to rescue you over my own daughter and left my daughter in hell. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they chose to say like that, so they. I feel like that's going to be fleshed out possibly in the next few episodes. Yeah, I hope so. Other than when we get to Nios, I hope Frodo's around. I maybe I just want like a if you watch Naruto, like Mike Guy and Rockley, like that fiery passion of like protecting someone who is very special to you and kind of being like a little a little like forward and not super flowery in language is just being like really amping up arena because like currently she is in hell and just like we don't know how she's doing sasuke though but it could be. I don't think Ron would have been that archetype. <laughs> he, e- emo. I, mean, I will say this much. I mean, Kerf, you brought up the fact that you were like, you don't like compared to like Guild Wars One Norns or things like that, right? You don't necessarily feel like he has a perhaps. This is the way I interpreted. It, at least, please correct me if I'm wrong. That perhaps his characterization lacks some of what makes Norn memorable, <laughs> or like that, like that. Passion, that you know, ferocity, that like we do everything larger than life kind of feeling. Um, and I, I mean, I, yeah, I feel as though maybe with him as a character compared to many of the other interesting characters that we have, right? These are all like unique, bizarre people that, like, for whatever reason, got involved with this eccentric order that exists beyond the bounds of normal times and in some ways i think it is charming boots like you were saying to have a guy who's just like kind of a guy who's a part of it <laughs> which i think totally works and i think it allows other characters to shine so it's not like a massive critique of him per se um he needs to be kind of like an organizing studying force and that's also important in its own way but i mean like when i think about the other interesting potential for like a norn we could have had in these regards i mean like it would have been so cool to have a norn that like i i don't know like had perhaps previously been dedicated to one of the spirits that fell and was like a former priest of theirs or something and like used had to find new magic and got involved with this order or like 
I think there's a it lot more potential for an interesting Norn. <laughs> his his Norn side is quite interesting in the fact that um it, it doesn't seem to show very much in his character and I think that kind of is important because like a, a lot of the Norn society is all about like writing your legend and having your legend be told and becoming a legend. Um he's basically what would be in reality should be the biggest legend of all Norn in society, right? To have attained this like secret society, be like one of the few chosen, etc. But because it's a secret society, it's not a legend that's going to be told. And so maybe he's mm. just come to accept that part of it and has come to accept that he's not really that kind of person at this point. He's well, something else. Also, think about culture and what culture means to all of these different races and how they actually kind of have distanced themselves from that culture. They're not really... Their culture is the astral ward now. That's their background. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, their... Yeah family that's their home so the fact that they don't seek these normal things that gave them drive in the in their cultural background from before which is you know guild wars 2 is very cultural focused in terms of you know like the great hunt etc etc silvari asura like you know being the massive where you literally start in this in the story being an apprentice and like becoming a master exactly. and like but all that's of said, these things but he probably should just, still it's all the same care about his daughter yeah, yeah, but I'm not oh. talking about dogs. <laughs> no, actually, Deborah, I think you said that so well. That's like that's culture, spot yeah. on. Honestly, exactly. that kind of like yeah, cultural distance, that diff like different new culture. Yeah, for sure. It's interesting also... because like maybe we will learn more about the past because honestly, mm -hmm. we talked about this last time. Astral Ward are kind of assholes. <laughs> like they kind of aren't like they kind. I I am always on the side of like. They're kind of bad, not baddies, but they're like, they're very much like the watcher in like Marvel, for example, like watching over, like kind of always thinking about like, is that what if, right? Situation. If you've ever watched the what if series or the comics or whatever, it's like that, that kind of knowledge seeking, which is almost dangerous, but with, with like not without thinking about the consequences. And this is a really big lesson in that, like, this is what this is. Like the lesson of consequences are of our actions, like really huge consequences. You can see it in every single different area. So they play in God and they're kind of not good. <laughs> they, they, their essence they are, but I think they're trying to do the right thing, but they've done, they've really, they've brought people to life. And they they don't know who they are. They're like they exist from, but they haven't been born technically. <laughs> they didn't have a family. They like there's all of these heavy things. So I'm not, I'm really interested in how they play that out through the through like the future and also in future expansions. I hope they link I mean, to, to it. Anyway, I'm being very like vague kind in of, general right now. <laughs> to kind of make it worse in the reference to bringing people to life, it sounded to me like they had found that missed echo entities were not providing enough data so they seeded them with real people mm -hmm. ah. oh, did they do even, that? even worse interesting yeah. when you say seeded oh, them do you mean like it. they took people from terrier and i don't know they didn't they weren't clear mm -hmm. but they you find like little comments and little texts that imply that missed echoes would just like loop and wouldn't give them the uh dynamic information they needed to see if this was actually a good plan or not and so they somehow put in real people who are having real lives and generations within the mists oh so you mean in the mix with them or like they base them off of it? 
Um, so when we first get into the uh, Skywatch area and yeah. we see all of these fractal shards that have smashed together and come out of the mists into the real world, mm. um, those are pieces and fragments of fractals that they had put real people in to observe. Yeah. Really? I I was I, I'm but I could very have misunderstood curious about entirely. This. No, I mean, we could have I could have misunderstood, too, because uh -huh. I was under the impression that from what I read that they had tried to do things that were like short loops of just a like a pulled out of the timeline kind of moment right and that that had not like you were saying had not actually fully brought to fruition the true like weight of complexity of existence and everything else mm. and so rather than just have these like more superficial small things they instead created these like larger scale fractals where like yes generations would like time itself kind of was continuing generations and things would um continue to like exist and time would move forward to this point and exist through it kind of thing and then they would put them in stasis at certain points but i got the impression that that was just like that they essentially extended out the uh what's the word i'm looking for the like the lifespan of the yeah like the test as as opposed yeah. to like stealing people from the real world and putting them in it was just that they like allowed those alternate realities to truly have like a complex life of their mm. own and then when this like manifestation happened um it took them out of the fabric of like just these superficial magic wibbly wobbly things and like actually manifested them flesh and blood in this event that happened um where now suddenly they were going oh like they're real people but of course there has always been the debate of like what makes you a real person because if you have lived mm. an entire life and you have emotional complexity whatever the fabric of your magical being like, is you and is real yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Kinda, matrix yeah. kind of thing okay. going on you know like so now there's this incident of having two mares of garenhoff and where does that other missed garenhoff mare go back to real Garenhoff and there's just your ident like literally your identical person they can have just breaks. walking around they, it means they can be more full time you know they can have breaks take turns <laughs> divvy up the world you know, honestly i mean have you ever wanted to duplicate yourself yeah literally literally cloning people send the dwarfs down and let's get dwarf character creation going <laughs> Honestly, I mean, yeah. I mean I, we talked about this as a side point, and then we're going to continue because we've barely touched this. Um, it, I said that this was a good place. Secrets of School would have been a great place to create new characters because of the fractals and because they created new things out of nowhere. So we could have just had a level 80 character and like would have been beautiful. Dwarves could have been. And it would have been interesting because you could they could keep the same personal story, just your character, your your Tengu, you know, has just lived through an alternate reality where the Tengu were fully involved in the normal hey, dragon idea. Dragon demolition. That explains events. yeah, that explains everything. That's perfect. <laughs> Using fractals to introduce new playable races. Yeah, yeah that's still open. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish. Let's continue. Okay, rift. Yeah, that'd be too much. Continued rift, yeah. Continued rift hunting as well. What do you think about this in between story chapters? This is fine, like, you know, hitting up rifts every so often, like trying to level up your skills. I think that's just a standard Guild Wars 2 thing now, isn't it? As long as it's not too long winded. 
the like actual rift hunting helped me learn the map better than other oh, yeah. of the in-between segments in previous stories mm. good point good point i like the rift. i haven't done much of it actually I haven't done many rifts no, huh. I oh, kind I've, of... done, I've done a lot of riffs. <laughs> I, I do want to do them for the the XP. I've got to get in there and play more of it. But like, I I kind of like them at first. I do. Uh, we've we've talked about this off and on last week. We had a lot of conversation about rifts and how they could have been a little bit different, but how they're kind of okay for where it, where it is. And I don't know. Oh, there we go. Wait, actually, sorry. This is this where you were talking about paper. Talking again, Griff? Was this you? Someone said it. Oh, what I was talking about was when we just left Dagda. Um, oh, okay. But she does talk again. She she talks to us throughout the entire. Do I play this? Actually, maybe I'll play this and see if you talk. There's a few buggy. Oh no, that's too, not that's moves. not Payfer. This is this is Ceres, actually. Oh yeah. Let me just play it and see what it says. Ooh. Other than your booze. Ooh. No, I went forward too far. Oh, that's right, because it was after maybe one of the laugh drifts. I'm just going to play the audio, because I can't remember. Careful. We did it. We did it! Proof celebrating the rifts. Okay, I went. Ooh. So how's everybody doing? How's it Luke's, going? We're listening. We're listening. <laughs> okay, it was just was about just, his car. So I was just thinking, like, they've got these voice types that are actually starting to get a little confusing. Yeah. Because that voice sounds so similar to Krakatorik's voice which oh, sounded yeah. vaguely similar to Mordremoth. And when they've got this big unknown, they've got a masculine and a feminine and a uh, non-binary voice type, whether they are good, whether they are evil, whether we should be afraid or not. They're just these big echoey, kind of aiming for the same tone. Yeah. I don't know if you guys were getting that impression. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that was epic. I actually had not thought of that in terms of the diversity of the voice direction for enemies. Mm. I wonder how you could, I'm trying to think, what would be a imposing, scary, ominous voice that isn't that kind of like... It could be more like slithery and slimy. But I feel like they do that with Aetha. Like, with uh, um, with Epark, yeah. though, like, I would go sharper. Mm. I would go for a different enunciation, uh, a less vaguely fantasy accent, something a little maybe less refined or more refined. I mean, it, it, they all arc. go for the same pacing, the okay. same intonation, yeah. the same vowel shape. Maybe Welsh. Um, Welsh would be fantastic. <laughs> oh, well, it's sing-songy. I like Welsh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but like if you get a different rhythm of speaking or something sing-songy, something, because you can go for, I just remember Scarlet. And how she was quite different vocally. She was very different. And with the like, the sharpness and the the harshness of her consonants, and a little bit almost nasally when she was getting uh, aggravated, and it gave her so much character. 
Mm. I do think we could have a little bit more diversity. Um, I mean, like, Joko, Scarlet, to me, are two extremely, like, vocally distinctive kind of villains. Mm. I think the the kind of impulse to have villains that are more um, insidious, perhaps, or uh, more in your mind, there's a very similar kind of intonation or inflection. I will say that the voice actress that voiced Petha, um, I absolutely love the work she did on this because, oh my gosh, Petha can whisper in my ear anytime! She's so good! Um, and she was actually the same voice actress that plays um, Sylvanas That's right, in World yeah. of Warcraft. Um, uh, it was her! I Okay, I thought mm -hmm. so. I was like, uh, yeah. I recognize this. Okay. That's funny you say. You I good. had not recognized that at all. Yeah, I did. Was some, was she sounded little... so different from my memory there was some of like, little ways she said the words and whatnot, where I was like, It's I funny you say this. Joko is a distinctive voice in itself because I thought the same thing until his ghost appeared in Halloween and he's talking directly to the Mad King Thorn and they sound identical to each oh, other. They changed the they voice changed actor. Him. Yeah. Uh, it's not the same yeah, voice actor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Because it's not Joko, technically. It's mm. like, it's not oh, that's actually good, yeah. Joko. Actually. It's not Joko mm. at all. We found that out in the story. In the mini story. Mm -hmm. So the fact that he has a different voice actor makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. But he still lost. I like, remember the story. Part of it made him so. <laughs> the, the only story, reason story, I remember yes. that because it's Joko. <laughs> or dwarf stuff. Um, okay. Yeah. So while the voice actors are spectacular, it's in the casting. I'd love to see some more diversity there because Epark sounded like Krokatoric at first. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the, the Arena Net, feel free. I will come into the studio and do oh Epark. I, mean, <laughs> I think a lot of that too has to do with vocal direction right yes. and character writing Wrong so word like on my part oh no no you're totally good so like how they want to direct or um differentiate i think can be really uh, really important especially when you do have i think it's a good point to bring up otter like when you have a lot of voices that are just kind of whispering from an undefined source so oh, you're a not lot of getting... critters in our head <laughs> yes mm, like you're yeah. not getting the physical movements you're not getting the other things that can kind of like differentiate so it does make it a little bit more important i think to have some distinctiveness in the vocal kind of direction and everything else give epark a lisp i mean you could yeah or I mean, like I'm betting, you he, wanna... I'm betting he has fangs or a beak or something exactly That's... it's probably yeah. difficult to talk yeah if you want to go booming, go really booming and like mm -hmm. draw out those O's and A's. Because <laughs> okay, well, it is like this just uh, standard. We've, we finished Voices of the Veil and I can't remember actually what happened much there, but it, it was happening. You can go around and close riffs. <laughs> go raise riffs. And then you, and the voices you talk from the to veil new people. Is, yes, the Voices Beyond the Veil is uh, mostly demons. Uh, <laughs> mostly demons. Uh, and that's pretty much that. Okay, let's go into the next bit. Chapter 5. What is it? The Missing Facet. Is this Mabon? Lear. Oh, it's Lear. Okay. It's when we go to the castle. It's, it's <gasps> like talking about the facets of himself that he'd split that's apart. That's right. And I think Urchik says evil Lear or something. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, which is cool. Okay. All right. I'm just going to let this play out. Actually, let's forward a little bit. Have you got an ad? 
Throw that a nice little look at my AP points and laurels. You did, that's true. You're doing well, you're doing well. Thank you. Is this where the meta comes in? Is this like kind of in the story? Yeah, so at this point you can choose to go and do the meta to progress the story. That's right. Or you can go and uh, just collect essences around the map to progress the story. What did you, at first what I did thought you, you were do? going... I originally planned to do the meta but then it bugged <laughs> oh when oh, on no. one of the platforms when it when yeah it stalled were... yeah but... so but um yeah now you can because everything is hopefully i did it fixed. during the meta actually because it was working it worked for me first time like one of the times so i actually did it for the meta. it doesn't really change anything <laughs> it's just like that Mm. You get you get a little bit more of that because right. metas are oftentimes connected to the story of the map, right. and this does does connect to Lear and Mabon and how Mabon creates the key using Lear. Yeah, because doesn't yeah. this connect you to the Wizard Tower, and that's when you start to go to the next zone, right? In mm -hmm. chapter six. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I like it, the meta. Any, uh... I think the meta was cool as well. People, what I mean, do we talk about the meta now? I mean, I guess we'll get there. We got the story to go anyway. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine. Oh Good no, book. it's free on PC, story mode, adventure mode. What for the <laughs> fuck on that? Watch the ad. Do not I skip. I skipped. Yeah, I mean, it. I skipped. Oh, I watched five seconds. You still that gave me nothing. It does. If we were, oh my gosh, if we were already, I mean, if we're already on the topic of the meta, we might as well just touch on it here. Because I, I don't know if this is one that we're really going to need to discuss at great length. No, I no, mean, no, no, no. It's a pretty short one, and honestly, I don't mind that. I, like I kind it. of think it's nice to have one where when I start it, I'm just like, 30 minutes, done. Like, you know, it's nice to just know that it is going to be a quick one. You can just kind of toss it in there, and you don't have to do something like, you know, there was a lot of feedback about uh, perhaps Dragon's End and the, the length and duration of that, or the, like, two parts of Drizzlewood, if you do all of it in one go. I mean, it's pretty lengthy, mm -hmm. and... I enjoy long metas personally. I actually really don't mind running them when I have the time, but I think having a variation of meta length is really important. And yeah. this one, I think because it's a little bit, a little bit shorter, I feel like it does take, and because we have all the other achievements and things on this map too, the collections and stuff that you can do, I think it almost gives the map a little bit more room to let its events be a little bit more of a focus. I think it lets other parts of the map be something that you can kind of get a little more breathing room with mm -hmm. so that the storytelling isn't just all on the back of the meta. And um, yeah, I think it's I think it's fine. I think it does what it does well. And the <sighs> split phases and everything in the like final fight, I think there's some interesting ideas with the writing. I like a lot of the dialogue between Mabon and Lear as they, you know, try and like reaffirm the bond that they have through this like onslaught of um, fear and anxiety and uh, resentment and the emotions and that are kind of a part of all that. I like the, the themes of it. So I thought it was an effective meta and it's short and sweet and that's fine. And you got the forge in there as well, which is pretty cool. Oh, the, both of the metas aren't quite as difficult as uh, Dragon's Head. I remember them saying when it was coming out that the that the second meta would be about as difficult, almost yeah. as difficult as Dragon's End. I remember that too. I've only pugged them so far, and Do we never fail at any of them. Well, maybe current, so maybe current difficulty maybe level, current it's Dragon's not End. that difficult now. Yeah. Still wouldn't no, actually, that. I still occasionally will fail Dragon's oh, End. Oh, really? Yeah, that's true. Oh, okay. mm -hmm. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, no. You need to lead them, lead them, Kruf, in the way forward. 
I know. Yeah. It's definitely not difficult. <laughs> Especially no. when the last bit is literally just doing yoga poses. I mean, <laughs> it's, like, it's not that hard. Actually, I, I like it's not the difficult. Yoga poses, but it's not difficult. And I don't need it to be super yeah. difficult. And I think because of that initial backlash from yeah. dragons or and dragons, mm -hmm. I think it was kind of smart to pivot to be a little less intensive in terms of strategizing and planning and all that. Uh, but that being said, I do hope that when we get to Nios, yeah. that the meta event there will be, especially we're in hell, we're in this demon realm. I hope that we do kind of see something a little bit more meaty. Point Nick says... Nick Hernandez, who's basically the boss. <laughs> I'm going to say a lot of loads of this stuff. Literally oh, just said just in chat that a journalist oh, said that I see, I see, and misheard I them and says that to correct him in the article. So that is, I know you're not the boss, but I'm going to say you're, you're, the, you're the boss in chat right now. The time, Nick, for the time being. It's an English thing. It's an English thing. You're a boss. You are a boss. I mean, you're Nick a is boss. a boss. Can you're we just be boss. real? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, and also just really real like point like I think a lot of people when they think about the story and they think about the maps They forget that there is more being added. This isn't just your normal expansion closed up boom Here's all your maps is the end game meta That's it bang. This is different like this is what the second map of the maps that we're getting It, it shouldn't be a really hard meta in the middle or maybe it could be I mean it doesn't it doesn't have to be at the end but you know, so like, there's this idea that actually, in the other in the other maps and the expansions we've got, there isn't really as solid metas in these first two maps. I think, and there are metas, but they're not. Are there actually? I mean, Terrier was the first two maps just yeah. took a, took a bit. Oh, but Path of Fire, Terrier, there was still learning. Well, Path of Fire was very explorative. Yeah, that was yeah. more. That was different. less meta. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, then there was the this Moon Citadel. Kandara. But then uh, yeah. I guess I guess they do have them. They do have them in uh, camp. For that, so I guess you I know. just realized I've been muted for a very long time. Oh no! <laughs> Thankfully, no wonder. Oh, wow. I was like, no so wonder things have been flowing so well. I was saying so many things. I had such good jokes. There was oh, like a, no, I was talking directly to Nick in chat, and oh. <laughs> well, do you? Would you like to say anything now, Boots? Now that you're unmuted again? No. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. Let's continue. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I do think that these metas are, a, if we're going to rate them against Dragon's End, one of the hardest metas in the game, then I definitely do think they are less difficult. But um, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. And I found no, them both good. really entertaining. And mm -hmm. I think um, even oh to this God. day. Oh my God. The, 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 the meta, the like the boss yeah. boss is... Yes. Horrendous and I think that's all you need for a good meta. You need you need something like that. Yeah. Love it. The I demon toya. So in the, in the swamp, the shadow, the shadow behemoth is not a difficult boss. It's not an interesting oh, boss. So now we always go back to cool. it because it's always so cool to look at. That was know? one of the first like, things yeah. people saw in those betas and alphas back in the day. And yeah. they were like, "Whoa, this is so different. This is so cool. I actually feel like I'm in danger." And it's like, yeah. well, now you are, like, oh, Scott said, like, now it's more difficult. Um, okay, story. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, I feel like we're just having the story playing in the background and we're just talking about our experience of the expansion, which I think is fine. That was the open but... world section. Yeah. And just to finish the comment, kind of what Rook was talking about with mm. Skywatch Archipelago and Omnitas, I do love how the quest lines are 
told through the dynamic events and those zones. We don't have any hearts in this expansion, which was I was kind of shocked uh, that we didn't have any like repeatable heart that usually contains a little bit of story in that area. Um, but we do have achievements where you are incentivized to play every single event in that fractal in that area to get the full narrative of that that region in that little zone. And I think it was a really, really well done. And it's repeatable, so you can always go back and do it. It's all voiced. It's actually, if we don't have hearts in future expansions, which we might, you know, depending on, you know, what fits, I really liked the way that this felt and, you know, to tell an open world story. Yeah, I agree. I was honestly glad there were no hearts. I, yeah. it, I was Other than understand. the vault daily things, I'm like, oh yeah, I can't do hearts yeah. on this map. I wonder if hearts might have been planned, because in the Garenhof area, when you speak to some of those NPCs, they talk about like helping out the villagers and giving them food, which felt very heart quest related, but there's no heart quest there, and you can't interact with the food to give it to them. So I was wondering mm. if there were hearts maybe planned, and then they decided to go with events, but I was like, oh, no hearts. Yeah, well, maybe. I was happy about it. I was like, no hearts! Yeah, I mean, it's a nice change. Like I said, I understand the the functionality of hearts and there are some that are you know interesting but honestly i do think that just like you said Kruf, if you have other incentives to engage with events they serve the exact same purpose the mm -hmm. perhaps the only thing that is a little arduous is that there i i don't know if i was just having really bad luck or if i just don't know how to proc it i'm not sure I don't know, but I have been working on uh, the Zoja Journal achievement collection, okay. and there is an event at Drachnar's Light that I cannot get to pop. That's the event that I need to unlock the journals, and I have done every other event have you going in that entire the, area. <laughs> I, it's it's not bugs. I don't know. It's I don't not. think it's bugs. I, I, I have no idea. It's just maybe timing, but I sat yeah. on, I sat in that area for over an hour on stream. It should have popped not... up in an hour because there's a, those events cycle pretty often. Did you remember to dance at the statue? I did not dance at the statue, so oh, maybe that's what caused it. Okay, but um, I yeah, I so maybe that's one of the only drawbacks of just having it be something more focused on like random proc event kind of things. Although usually they do run on their own timers and stuff, so I not sure what was happening that's but been, i did not that's been a long-term problem they've had they had that in one of the maps in the camp when i was trying to get um one of the weapon skins oh no it was for the uh, new armor um for one of the last maps we had in the meta you know all the tech armor stuff and you mm -hmm. had to kill like one specific mob and it was during an event and that was bugged for like a month like for the whole time, like even from release, I was like, no, I want to get the armor. So there is a lot of those yeah. things which kind of do bug out. So just, yeah, hopefully, uh, maybe it was timing. I'm sorry. It can oh, be no, it was fine. I have it's, run into timing issues yeah. myself, honestly, as well. <laughs> and I think the isolated achievements to tell those stories are fine. But when you start doing the uh, post expansion achievements and quest lines, it does. I did run into a couple things which were a little bit like, oh, I kind of wish this was just more of like a quest format where I talk to this person, then that person told me to go do something else like, that I can do, mm, and I don't have to wait around for right. this event to pop. I'm happy about the, the quest things that you get at the end of this uh, expansion, and I will say it again, though. I'll say it again. The icons for the quests Should need be to be bigger. bigger. 
they do they, <laughs> oh yeah i do think it is a graphical yeah. like it is very small and also it's like, like it feels better it used to be like you had to be really bigger. close to it you had to be mm. really close to it for it to pop up on the mini map now you have like a pretty decent radius it feels like mm. but also i'm just like why not, why doesn't it just permanently pop up when you press m on the map and just nowhere to go <laughs> I do see Obi mentioning that there's apparently an NPC that starts that event. So talking about maybe clearer indication of markers, mm -hmm. um, and Obi was saying that the event that you need for that journal entry doesn't start by itself, and that at least when he was doing it, the NPC seemed to be missing the event orb icon above his head. Oh, interesting. So maybe maybe that was it, and he was there, but I just didn't even realize that he was like a, an event NPC. <laughs> That's yeah. like why I am actually missing the hearts in this zone, because they did always use them to so clearly say, this is where you need to go to trigger any events in this area. If you're in the range of this heart, then you're going to find the event you need eventually by talking to people. Okay. If, uh, we're we're going to push yeah. forward with this story. Um, <laughs> Overall good, but a couple ironing out. But yeah, 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 yeah. Mostly Which UI like tweaks. <laughs> we're going into the tower. Um, Lear had to open it and he separated himself. Was it is it anger? First of anger or something like that? I can't remember what it was with Lear. Why did he he, he separate himself into two? It's like reason and logic emotion. and emotion prevent yeah. himself it... from being fully possessed. Oh, he is splits. logic and reason? Yes, Wait, logic, logic and oh, yeah, that makes total sense. That emotion makes total and logic, yeah. flipped around. That's interesting. <laughs> um, okay, and but wait. So which one was blue Lear? <laughs> was he logic? If blue he was Lear. happy, then he is emotion. I can't remember. The facet <laughs> of logic, I think, is possessed. Uh -huh. And emotion, I'm trying to read it. Yeah, it seems like logic is possessed. And emotion like, yeah, is okay. Logic. Yes, 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 yes. That's right. Logic is possessed. Okay. So, and then they... Um, they un they cleanse him, I guess, which is what happens as we get into the wizard's tower and we start to get into this bit, which leads then into the next wizard's tower part because we're killing the. This is the bit I can't remember and understand. Facet of logic. Oh no, it's just a big version of him. I don't know what this is. Astral projection thing. Astral I think. projection. There you go. I like that. He gets big and swings his hammer. Yeah. They, they do this oh. at a couple of points throughout this storyline. I mean, in the final meta, you see Dagda doing that to do the yoga That's sequence. Right. Yeah. That's right. I think Jebro just doesn't like it whenever a dwarf gets big. Because yeah. he's no longer a dwarf. Just... Let the dwarves astro project, yeah. Jebro. <laughs> Let them be who they want to be. By the way, Kruf, you use an action camera. I love it. Love it. I love action camera yeah. so much. I, I started playing it's action cinematic. camera in PvP and it's so much better. <laughs> like, People I love would it. flame me for using action camera. I don't know why Valen they do. flamed it's me so one good. time. I think so. I'm just kidding. I love Valen. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, it is, it, there's some things where, you know, it's, it's hard to use it with things like looking behind you very quickly, but like, you know, and using oh, some, throwing some things behind you, but you don't need to do that with Guardian that much anyway. Um, it's fun. Sorry. Anyway. Um, I won't derail us off the thing because I was trying to get this back onto course. Um, okay, so we cleanse the logic clear. Logic clear, whose hair is very different. Isn't it interesting? Like, emotion layers, like, kind of got braided, shaggy. like, shaggy, mm -hmm. like, hair. And then you've got logic clear, who's, like, very slick back Thinker. and very, like, I love it. 
<laughs> so good. Yeah. Anyway, makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, so in this part of this story, oh, okay. We're trying to get in to bring down the fences of this part of the tower, right? Because they've invaded and we're trying to get in. Is that what this is? Or is it this area of the tower specifically? Yeah, he's like unlocking it or like revealing something to gain access to the rest of the tower. And we're making our mm -hmm. way to the, um, it's a room with a portal, which I think moves the tower. That's mm -hmm. right. Okay. I remember the portal I now. forgot the specific name of it. Yeah, there's but a like, lot of this, That's where we right. become the wayfinder. Right. Okay. That's the thing with this story. There, there is a lot of this where I'm like, damn, you know, I really can't hook back into this and remember it. I don't know why. Maybe it's not you just gotta replay it. I mean, yeah, maybe it, it doesn't thing. mean that it's bad, right? Like, it, it's just like, no, why it's can't I? Lot. It is a lot. It it's is a lot. It's a lot of story for what yeah. we were expecting to not be a lot of story on a half I of an expansion. I would have a ton. And oh, I me too. Really, yeah, I was like me really too. pleased no, no, story, by it. The amount's fine, but it's a lot. It's not the. It, the length of it, it's the detail, it's the, it's the content of it. Very so much good information. Because it's all I'm new, like we don't know anything about this place at all. So we're literally you... learning about new races, like new loads of new stuff. It's it's pretty cool. I mean, Maban I... is like someone that we've never really properly encountered before because he's a good guy. <laughs> you know, they're not normally good. Sorry, gone. Oh, uh, no, I'm looking forward to when we get to that room with the portal because uh -huh. uh, your character then has to go get like mm -hmm. solve the puzzle quote unquote um and go get a bunch of things and bring them to the thing oh god i wanna i wanna because <laughs> I, I only played it once i want to re-listen to the dagda and i guess whoever it else was there sending you off to go do this because I want to hear the explanation as to why we're the only ones who are able to go do this. And because it feels oh, a little bit I like busy work. I might have cut that. It was a bit of a long... It was, I mean, it didn't feel necessary, I mean, this bit This me, playthrough, I did, I did kind of truncate a lot of this just to get the major story arc. That's fair, that's fair. For YouTube, you know, thinking okay. of viewer experience. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you had to pick up I think it was along well. the lines of like Maban at this point was struggling against the attempted incursion in his mind. And so they didn't want to stress him out by making him help. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why Dagda sat around, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, She's they're. People. Yeah, they're probably just trying <laughs> to like keep things, keep things like running and like reestablish after the attack. And you know, mm -hmm. you, you're yeah. the one that's kind of the odd person out that doesn't oh, have no, that's like a true. And Richie yeah. had to go do stuff too, and then you're yeah. just and yeah. Frode and Frode. Yeah. So they Frode. both come yeah. With you're you. just you're just helping them out, and they just yeah. don't seem to do anything. But <laughs> yeah, <they're laughs> no, 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 no. Frode and Urchik will follow you. They follow. And they will they help, help fight. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. I actually, I really enjoyed this whole section, Me too. Um, especially too because <laughs> this instance is massive. Yeah, it's I big. like I went through and tried to find every single lore book that I could there. The only thing that I don't think I did in this instance that I still need to find I'll a solution for <laughs> is the, um, is the wine. There is supposedly some, there's something yeah. you can do with the wine yeah. and like the, the grapes. I, somebody said, I don't know if they were messing with me. Somebody said something about like finding an empty wine bottle in the instance and oh, then taking yeah, it to yeah. the grapes. 
I, the dialogue said yeah like i could not find the wine bottle but i did everything else in this instance and it took us a good hunk of time yeah um but all the lore and stuff that was in it was so worth it like learning more about all the characters uh getting to learn more about uh you know the ward and the wizards and everything within that um i loved all of these like you know the lead up into it where you had to like pick one side or the other as well as like the actual instance itself it felt like such a great way to introduce this location and such a cool way to kind of like split it because we'll get the hub that's the wizard's tower yeah. after but then you have this part of it where you get to like interact with this incursion and um you know see how everybody's been living and like it's how also, this organization is it's interesting that it's still locked up to us too right like even after we get through it all it's we still only get the north half of the tower to be a hub yeah you do get a little bit of the southern at the very end of the first meta but not the entire area yeah it would have been enormous because already be, just half of the city is huge it would have been cool if you go in through the gate and all of a sudden you have the whole city and it's restored and there's like people scrubbing up like that that cryptus ick off the ground or whatever yeah. and that's a good but it, it yeah. would have been absolutely enormous <laughs> it would have been too big you're right I was unable to find the last artifact piece that Urchik needed, and I spent like an hour <laughs> in this area, literally combing every single spot that I could think of. And I was like, "I was in here." Uh, no, I did that one. Oh, okay, it I'm was pretty in sure. the other place. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Where is this last thing?" And I just gave up. I couldn't do it. Would have. I would honestly have loved to see like NPCs trying. Uh, trying to scrub up all that cryptosick and like ask what what is this why yeah <laughs> you don't want to know Probably there was, some, there the was some notes there was this note that you found in from uh, i remember finding this one from mabon to mm. zojo about finding their golem mr and, like, sparkles he did yeah. make a cameo yeah mm. which is interesting that was fun you get different dialogue when you find mr sparkles you get different dialogue as an asura than oh, as any other race, which was kind of cool. Interesting. Cool. I yeah. feel like I didn't find him. <laughs> what is that cryptic? Do they leave it as they're just walking around, or is it like coming through the portals? <laughs> That's what I'd love to know. Yeah. It's it's reminding me a lot of. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stranger Things. Uh, that, but also, oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> what's it? Uh, uh, War of the Worlds. Oh yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I see that. Yeah, it feels like perhaps it's almost like part of the corruptive influence. I mean, we know there's this sort of miasma that exists within the realm. Maybe as the portals open and stuff, that also kind of is it like leaks through, through. Or, yeah, like <laughs> I do hope that at the end of this entire storyline, after the next two uh, releases come out, the way we beat Epark is he comes to our land and it turns out that bacteria kills him because they're not they yes. don't have the same. <laughs> they don't have the <laughs> Their same. immune systems are oh, not prepared. Amazing. Okay. Where are we now? My bonds puff, la la la. Also, I oh. love the carpeting and the tapestries. Mm -hmm. The asset work and the asset placement. It was so beautiful. So good. 
So I've been playing clean. this game where you get to build your own house, you craft your own furniture, and you have to like go to this underground to buy rugs and furniture you can't build. It's really fun, but then I've been going back into this, and I'm like, I want that rug. Oh, wait, wrong game. Yeah. <laughs> I want that rug in my house. say that after seeing these buildings and the wizard's tower and all of these impeccable assets, the urge to have a customizable wizard apartment is like Strong. so overwhelming <laughs> i'm mm. losing it i'm like please yeah we need housing next expansion <laughs> we need they all, have their own they all have their own rooms in the tower like yeah is it, are those so fun to explore the, 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 up in the true. walls there's these little cubbies yeah, where you can find cool things yeah including that oh, book yeah. under the bed and there's this cool <laughs> there's like an airship <laughs> model Oh and it's like gosh. I don't think that models in any other place in the game, like a little airship. I think I, I was wondering oh. that too. I saw it, and then someone told me they think it was somewhere else in the game. I don't. Think I think so. it was like. I think you might be right, but someone told me it was, and I had to believe. Is it, it, but... is it the finish of airship? <laughs> no. No, it's like they a. Did? It's a very high res. Also, it doesn't look like an asset that was produced any time before, like. 2021 2020 it was really good looking watch the ad jebro <laughs> you need to look at your meters okay i don't you make sure your electricity. In apartment building. I don't, just and on the wall. this will be useful information for the future well i wish i could get soda in my apartment that i don't know <laughs> also jebro did you did mention the the book the book that the can memory. be found under the bed, which is, mm -hmm. listen, I am not a huge fan of his Garin, at least just initially, because, you know, they have, he hasn't really warmed up to us yet with what we have in the story thus far. And mm -hmm. he's done some good things. But the one thing that really I'm like, I get you, I get you, is the fact that this man found essentially fan fiction written, oh, dirty smut fan fiction written about him and then kept it under his bed. I'm yeah. like, okay, it's Garin. Okay, no, 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 no. I get it. Listen, if Snargle Goldclaw wrote about me... I would also have a copy of that book. It's okay. lonely <laughs> being, uh, you know, a solitary wizard, the head of a secretive wizard clan. You gotta, he's gotta, you know, have it out with it. I think my level of fame <laughs> that I want to get in life is where someone writes fan fiction about me. That's, I think that's when you know you've made it. Doesn't matter the money, the bank account, the awards, the accolades, that fan well, fiction. They're not remember that. They remember the fan fiction, or they remember the things that's, they write about you, right? Because that will always. That's what you remember. need. Yeah. That's what you need in life. Absolutely. <laughs> Find those books. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to play the audio from this next bit because it's a cutscene. So if you have not got the stream up, I would suggest re getting it up so you can right know that it's actually uh, happening as well. Boots. <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> I'm going to play this bit of audio because it's from the uh, the cutscene, which is, I can't remember. Also, I'm trying to remember what, where the hell we are. <laughs> don't know how much longer I can resist them. What are we doing? Watching a cut, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Watching it now. Mabon. My dear friends, don't fret. We have survived the Elder Dragons, rogue gods. This world doesn't comprehend how resilient 
it is. The cryptists won't be our end. They are vulnerable, ignorant. I only ask one thing of you. When the hour arrives, do not hesitate. His speech is so good. I got little tingles there. I, honestly, all, all, all of my arms, my face, I was like, oh man, that's so good. He could have said anything. I don't give a what crap. What I really <laughs> appreciate about the voice actor and the way they produce this is yeah. that you could hear the mask on his face. You could hear that mm -hmm. it's slightly muffled from the mask that's on his face. And I like that a lot. They have to, right? That's part of their, their cult. That is literally is we don't actually know if it, we've talked about this last time didn't we actually if, mm -hmm. funnily enough we talked about whether or not we felt that the helmet is actually their face whether or not it's a helmet whether or not it's like something which is melded to their face because we don't actually know right mm -hmm. we need another fan fiction about what's underneath <laughs> it oh gosh i am so curious i'm so curious yes, about what they so actually look like like mm -hmm. We, we, as far as I know, we haven't seen a single Mursat unmasked before. Yeah, but that's what we were I've, saying. We don't know if that, because yeah. they are, we, we might be their masked. Like, can they days. be? Yeah, I mean, I would ah. assume, given some of the similarities to, like, our seer that we see and stuff like that, um, that perhaps they look similar to, to like, Asgard. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, and I don't know if we'll ever know, considering what happened to Mabon. I mean... Uh, I mean, it is, there is, like, a, one of the artifacts you find while you're exploring the city is a mask. Mm. And there's no commentary on it being, like, Decapitated. Or... Yeah. <laughs> true, 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 true. Oh, also, there's the fallen uh, masks. Oh, wait, no, yeah. that's the uh, other Oh, yeah, because those are... Those are the... Um, Was the there ever an explanation on why they look so much like Mursat? No, I think they were just, like... <laughs> They look like I, my I, I thought. There was some lore reason. <sighs> oh, technically that know. is considered Masat armor, so that is a helmet. Okay, okay. So they do there have faces and heads. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Damn it! I was like, that's really <laughs> interesting. They do look quite. I mean, they have the biceps. They, they do got the oh, biceps. That's that's episode, next true. episode, we got to have a funeral for Maban, and somebody's got to look inside the casket. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like, well, you won't be this anymore. What if they had no head? What if it was like a specter? Oh, I mean, no. they could, if they're really magical beings, sure. maybe they would see through other memes. But it seems like they do have faces. Confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. All mouth. <laughs> oh, gosh. Mm. Yeah, do you remember the, the mouth of Sauron? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love the mouth of Sauron. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just know Mabon is cute and he's hot. No matter what he looks like, I, I was really attracted to Mabon. Um, this expansion. And um, oh what if what if like, I might not? Mabon, this like Mabon crushing voice. Like I'm crushing on Mabon. This is how my voice sounds. Like I mean, like he big and he strong and he can like lift me up and fly. You know, like, what if his eyes were like really far I mean, hey, hey, you know what? 
more real estate for Kruf to kiss, you know? Exactly. <laughs> Let me kiss in between those ass, baby. <laughs> Let me kiss between that, the that, ass? That, between like... the... Oh, that too, baby. <laughs> Whatever you need me to do, Mavon. Whatever you need me to do. <laughs> you know, he's floating. Oh my God, Jesus oh. Christ. And no, but I'll do it between the eyes. Between... Eyes. Okay, why would you kiss Whatever. someone between the eyes? Well, because he's uh, he said, what if his eyes were really wide and like oh. far apart? He's okay. Yeah. I will it's say, okay. Mabot is a character, especially when you start reading some of like the journal entries and things that you can find in his quarters. And then you start hearing more from the other characters. <laughs> I am devastated, and I still am not over the fact that they did us so dirty giving us this beautiful man who Kruf wanted to kiss between the eyeballs and then taking him from us. What a good, he's just good, just good. And he deserved better and I'm angry. Well, that's, that's great storytelling for, for, for you, right? They made you care I about him and they like killed him he, off. He could come back. No. They, they literally also, like, create, we didn't wait, get enough time. They literally create entire <laughs> worlds of fractals that they could just create people. They could bring Mabon back. <laughs> just, I didn't get enough time with <laughs> my boy Mabon. Mabon, my boy. Story again. We also went through that whole thing with Lazarus where just little tiny bits of him were coming yeah. back together. And... and his name's not Lazarus, which, you know. <laughs> you know, there's <laughs> power in that name. I huh? think yeah. there is hope. Only because I felt like it was so short-lived. Mm. I don't know. I just feel like there's more from a... I don't know, but I want more from mm -hmm. a bond. And it, it did feel... I mean, if this is his end, it did feel a little short. And this one, this moment in particular, did feel a little... It felt... It felt pretty decent for an ending. Rushed. You think no, so? it, it, it felt like it was just introduced out of the blue. Like it, mm. its it service was just to kill him, is it which is like it makes no because it, it makes sense <laughs> for like other NPCs, but for such a main character, a titular character such as Mabon, like the head, and to, for him to kind of be that position of leadership next to Isgarin, and to kind of just it felt somewhat like he just was killed off in a side quest. So I was like, really? it was. Um, I don't know. It didn't like. have the gravitas that I would have expected from Mabon. I kind of didn't mind it. Maybe I wasn't as attached to Mabon as much as you were. Maybe they were trying if to... If died, attractive. I would have been very upset. It's possible that they were just trying to show that it, it, this is a threat. Like, mm -hmm. for, for, all exactly, the, for all the people getting taken over, but like minor characters that weren't very powerful would get taken over and we had to kill them or whatever. Um, but then, you know, if a ridiculously powerful main character gets taken over it and killed. It felt like he, like he was I, warped a bit, though. And it was... <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe it's a multi multiple factors for me taking in that narrative beat is because Dagda is a strike mission. And Dagda had her own mm. arena. She had her own skill set. And it was very mm -hmm. well elaborated upon. And she was also the same caliber of Mabon and mm -hmm. is able to resist it. And then when Mabon is in the same a similar situation he kind of crumbles very easily and it's in this small area it's very closed and tight and omnitas and i don't know i think it was just a lot of factors that when i was playing it i was like this this can't be the end for Mulan. i was like there has to be something yeah. else i mean we know we hear i agree with you 100 percent in that like it did feel very abrupt especially for a character <clears throat> that is is so important mm -hmm. um i i can see 
in several ways how they were using it and and i think it is is justified in those ways and like if he doesn't come back the narrative i think will still have supported the journey in regards to particularly zoja right so to the opening that this creates in the order to the emotional engagement that it creates for the commander to have actually lost someone to this threat and that little tidbit because i was also i had a moment where i was just like but wait we literally rescued dagda from this so like why is mabon like why is this a thing and, and there Lear, is like literally well yeah like and there's the mention too that um oh yeah and Lear, of course he resists but, like, there's the mention that the demons specifically, like, went out of their way to kill Mabon, even, like, like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I don't mean to say this in a spicy way, that they were double-teaming him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could have, like, just not said that <laughs> in that no, way. No, there was no, there was no option. There was, there was no innuendo. Was, there was no other way. In, <laughs> this the, was the only innuendo way. Innuendo was important. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, there were two of them attacking him. And that, See, like, the mental and physical double-teaming him also <laughs> communicates that, I think. The tag-teamed him. That's very wrestling, uh, wrestling references. I'm loving it. They tag-teamed him to kill him afterwards, I would assume, to, like, destabilize. So, like, in those ways, it makes sense, right? But, but it also is frustrating, and it does also feel like after building him up in such a memorable way um it is tough to lose him so quick you know i almost mm -hmm. would have rather have lost him in the second half if that was going to be the case or something mm -hmm. to like really get as much time with him narratively as we could but I, it felt like this was meant to be something that facilitates like these other character trajectories and that you know he has been a force that has kept them all together in so many ways but like now they have to figure out how they take initiative to be the ones that like you know come together and this new group that has sort of been integrated and how they're going to step up and play a role with zoja and the others so i get it but it did feel i i liked him so much i would have loved to have gotten even more or like even had the memory sequence with him be more of an actual full-on like you live his memories kind of thing or something i don't know it just would have been cool and then you could have seen him getting ready in the morning and taking his mask off <sighs> to brush his teeth where are we now <laughs> i just came back and like what <laughs> you want to have like his, his own tv show the reason why i think he's not coming back is because zoja is doing some work around it and i think they're doing if they brought him back then it kind of like negates all of her like morning and, and i don't think yeah. that would be very good i don't think that would fit that's why i don't think he would come back in a like in a just legitimately like in a permanent sense permanent sense mm. it would just completely devalue the that part of her story um because she well, did it with Aurene. <laughs> yeah but no one was really like there wasn't really like people were sad but they weren't like you know again my mentor is dead and like all this kind of stuff it's like you know She's really going through something in this. Um, okay, let's push I on. I think like one of my oh no no go on. No, just a frustration for me was we've already had this really fast one episode. Oh my gosh, it's the last Mursat. Oh, he's dead. We, we've we've done that once. <laughs> but you see what? Boost and then they kind of did it again. This huh? is like he's not the last Mursat. Probably <laughs> it could be another one. Well, 
they, they do imply that they've all gone off into the mists somewhere. Mm. So yeah, we could mm. see more evil Mursad again, but it's it, it kind of felt like a repetition of the Lazarus where you're living somebody else's emotions. In that one, we were living Livia's emotions. Mm. In this one, we're experiencing Zoja's emotions and we're re relying on her grief to tell us we should be sad. And mm -hmm. also, we never got to see what he could do. Like, like Kruf was already saying, we're we got Dagda to to like wail on us, <laughs> and we saw what mm -hmm. she was capable of, and it was cool. And I'm sad we never get to see Mabon fight and see why everyone respected his abilities so highly. It's so much to pack in, though. I just think it's like you know, they, it really is. They, and because mm. they did have so many good characters and stuff, that is the that is the only problem with having so many characters that are so huge. Like you mm -hmm. being able to give them enough justice on screen time, as well as ability wise, and finding out where their class is, and being able to connect with them in that time is very difficult. And they're still going to get the chance to do it, but like in the impact when you drop that expansion, like that's the most impactful time to really get in there, right? Like, the other story parts are going to come along, but they're not going to have the engagement they did with the expansion. They just won't. It's just, they're not going to get the same numbers. Like, people won't come back as much. It's an expansion. Like, beginning of the expansion here. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's hard to do. I, I Honestly, I think it's good that they had so many impactful characters. I think, you know, that's really, really awesome. Mabon, my boy. Mabon, my boy. Cute as hell. <laughs> Okay, so here, uh, here there was something where, um, kind of in the Tower of Secrets, uh, uh, it's going, it's complicated fellow, and that, uh, I feel it looks like Lear is kind of almost, was he trying to, like, defend him a bit when you're talking afterwards? Okay, yeah, he is. Okay, when he has a goal, he stays focused. Okay. This is logic there, isn't it? He's also wearing one of the first ever outfits in Guild Wars 2 that was available in the store. <laughs> like I just noticed that. Oh, yeah, cool about that. Anyway, shout out to the arcane outfit. <laughs> is that what it is? The arcane outfit. Yeah. In general. Yeah. Was it I think. I think what we gotta do is every once in a while, one of us gets to say dwarf facts, and then you pull out a fact about a dwarf in the game or about dwarfs in general. Yeah. <sighs> And so you got to have like a list of dwarf facts next to your table so that we can yeah. do that. Or yeah. just run from any game? No. Well, you could. Return to Moria is coming out in November. Lord of the Rings is a dwarf game. You literally go <laughs> back into more of the Mines of Moria and you have to retake it and kill, like with a bunch of dwarfs and it's a multiplayer game. And you can have up to like eight to 12 dwarfs. <laughs> I'm so looking good. forward to that. It looks fun. <laughs> it looks so good. I'm going to stream that. Oh, get it. Everyone buy it. Uh, and then uh, we can all play it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, I have many dwarf games. <laughs> it's very difficult. There aren't that many. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, does anyone uh, play Phasmophobia? Yes. Oh. Yes. Dwarf tossing. I was going to unlock it, but we didn't unlock Halloween. it. I, was, uh, I would definitely be up for oh, playing yeah. a Lightbringer's Horror stream i did i did unlock it recently with a sub a mini subathon nice. so i have to play it for halloween oh phasmo it's much play. better with friends and i'm so yes. down wait no 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 no, no. Yes. yes i've never yes. played it i'm terrified no I'm it is so the only game that has made me 
scream in real life. Really? Oh, yes, I I'm not even very lying. good at it, but I enjoy it. Oh, it God. is so fun, but it is so. I only play it with friends. You can. I can only play is it, it with friends. Scary? It's like, I, I How many people yes. can you have in it? How many people? Four. Four. Only four. Uh, Why okay, did they I'm do four. that? Why did they do that? Get games with five Honestly, people. Honestly, it would get crowded with more than four. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And I'm already, I'm already in the truck, like just watching the cameras. I'm, Dang, I'm already passenger princess. I'm just like, oh yeah, no, I saw like, some ghost orbs. You're good. Just you, keep you going. Don't go in there. Oh my god. Your, your, your sanity's dropping a little low. Yeah. I oh. am the most scare baby of all the scare babies. Oh, this is gonna be fun. Oh, okay. Rook, whenever that happens, hit me up. Oh, I can okay. fly. Okay, I'll hit you all up. I'll hit you all up. <laughs> I reckon we stop there. Okay, we, we can talk about a little bit about like the Wizard's Tower. The Wizard's Tower? Yeah. Okay, okay. Just okay. a little bit. We can end, and then before oh, we yeah, go to Amnitas, okay. yeah, we'll stop there. Little, go down that hallway if you can, Kruf. <laughs> I did not go down that hallway until like a couple days later. Oh, I'm so sorry. At, oh, it's you the Wizard's different. Vault. Right. Yeah. No, that's, uh, yeah. There is so much in the tower, oh, yeah. and I love it. Like, yes. so many details, so many bits of dialogue, so many lore things, so much stuff. I also love that they even repeated some of the lore things that you can get in the instance around, like, the world or in the tower and stuff, too, so that just in case you missed it, you can still mm -hmm. get that tidbit um, if you just, like, are exploring. It's so pretty! I love yeah. the whole aesthetic and all the different, like, like characters in it. Just really bring it to life. I'm gonna play it now. The, well, should I say what I just read? I thought it said Chapter 7, Mabon Pate. I was like, that's really harsh. <laughs> Turn him into Mabon Pate. That must be worth yeah. a lot of money because there's only so much Mabon to go around. <laughs> Legendary cooking. Mursat meat. I'd like to have some of that Mursat meat. Kagas, Kagas, have that, please. Kaga, maybe on a burger, hot dog bun. I, I can take it how I can get it. Oh, absolutely. Hey, we're talking Fire. about like, you're cooking here, y'all. Get your heads out of the gutter. We're there wouldn't here be in much kitchen. meat on the legs, though. <laughs> Those arms make up for it. I don't That's care. True. He probably doesn't do leg day. No, it doesn't oh, need to. Ooh, wow, that is right. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, I actually had a lively debate with some friends as to whether the his pants legs were stuffed to bulk them out or if he actually had <laughs> muscular legs. Uh... I was I was playing on an Asura <gasps> and it was short enough. He just went right over my head. Like I have to say, I was worried about what a fool I was going to make of myself for thirsting over Paytha, who just wait, hold on to your butts, because when it's time, <laughs> I am going to go buck wild. But I was not expecting Kurf's Mabon thirst to rival mine, and I'm just you know no we've, fun, we've already had a little bit of this <laughs> we've witnessed a little bit of this already well actually i'm gonna challenge some of your favorite characters in the entire expansion <gasps> with my Zizzle. one of my favorite zizzle zizzle is okay, amazing zizzle <laughs> is wonderful not only is their name is just wicked they've got the best name in the expansion they just have the best name and their voice is so good and and they mm -hmm. are a bard they yeah, are yeah, a yeah. Bard. like a proper. Isn't it Zizzle? Is Zizzle from? Uh, that isn't the same one who's the bard Maguma? in the hero in the Half oh. Fawns map, is it? No, no, you no. You mean no, the no. one that's sitting on top of the log? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not that one. Is Maybe. It? No, I don't. No, I'd have to go look. That would have been so cool if it Zizzle's was. Zizzle's been around. Been... Zizzle's been around because he's got to know Galrath. And Zizzle, Zizzle is just. Okay. 
Zizzle's just, ah. Uh. They are a proper bard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they play music yeah. and they walk around in the uh, in Amnitas quite a lot and they their voice, they're just wonderful. I want more Zizzle. Zizzle has Once to be again, our friend forever. Like these, the voice actors just yeah. did so good. <laughs> Not a single voice fell flat for me. Let me see if we can get to internalize. I know. Oh, we don't get much of a Zizzle voice here. And that's Zizzle, as in mm. Zizzle. And much like Urchik and Gladium, I want to see Zizzle and Galrath just go on their own adventures. Because I want to know what's, what what that <laughs> dynamic is. I want yes. to know. Like, they're like Sorry. a couple, right? Wait, like, who is? We all know. Who is? Zizzle and Galrath. Oh, like, yeah, 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 I think so. Maybe? I don't know how that <laughs> works. But love knows no boundaries, you know? Like, I, because I definitely I got yeah. couple energy from the two of them. Because Galrath hates everything. And this is like, he's such a sweetie. I'm like, what do are they, you are they know? Just sort of just like keeping the relationship under the, the under the radar and Galrath trying to pretend well. that everybody I knows. About I'm just saying, so I think good. Zizzle serenades Galrath late at night. I just think that's what happens between those two. I, I don't know. know. I, think, I, I think they're just good friends. I do love the dynamic of like someone who is so like bombastic and like so just extra and then Galrath just not taking any of it. Just like, oh, here we go. <laughs> It is a really fun dynamic to play with and to watch and to experience from, you know, player's perspective. It, it, it is it's just one. It is pretty damn awesome how many races are in this and the Astro Ward. Yeah, well, like, I'm missing a new one. There's <laughs> There's flipping, you know, uh, there's like, every, yeah, there's like, every, there is so many. And there are so many races we don't talk to that are actually walking around that are part of the Astro Ward, right? Like so, it's it's just it's just very cool. I love it how like you know really it just doesn't feel like they have that background and this is their this is their everything and this is their everything. It is it's pretty cool. There's a movie. Oh, I lost it. There are many movies. There are many. There's a movie I was thinking about where they all go to this place. It's not Harry Potter, and they just completely like forget where they are from, but they. They actually like forget where they're from and they're just all different people and different risks anyway not important it was just something that popped into my head um so this is the wizard's tower we're at the wizard's tower yes did you like the wizard's tower everyone did you enjoy it yeah i think yeah, there's one awesome. thing i i like it a lot i think there's one thing i don't like is getting because i i like to go up top to around where is is to do the um adventure up there mm. and it's not easy to go Get, it's not easy With to the get sky up. scale. Yeah. You use your sky scale, but then you have to like always go on the wall to get up there. It's always yeah. just too high up for your sky yeah. scale. It's just like no. a pixel too much. Yeah, but it's still mm -hmm. it's, it's still good. It's still good. Let's see where we are. I the like the scale. It could have been cool. I, I think that part of it is the feeling of it being just too high to fly up to. So it's yeah, always an I interruption think, instead of you making I it halfway like it. up and then. I honestly, I think I like it that way, but I just think it needs a better or more accessible teleporter to get up mm. higher to mm. higher areas. Yeah, there's a bunch of teleporters. There should be a I little, know, but like, they're, they're not like, in the No, but they position. should use it more, yeah. like Divinity's Reach, where like you're going from the different yeah, exactly. layers. I like it a lot. And I, I finally, I finally <clears throat> did the uh, orb puzzle, or like the... Oh! 
Um, well, I did the. I did the. There are a lot. Okay. Me saying orb puzzle is very vague when it comes to goers. I could be talking about 15,000 things. Uh, I did that where you summon the orb from the wizard's vault and you bounce it yeah. all around and then oh, it hits the I mystic saw. forge. I was doing that. Yeah, I remember. That was a lot. It was fun, but I, I had to get that. into a squad. It was difficult. I was very much like, I can't. No, too much. My brain. <laughs> I can't do this. Not right now. There's too many things to do. Gives you a mastery do. point. Oh, does it? It's good. Oh, damn it's it. Good. No, I need to do it. The outpost has two <laughs> count them. No wait, count them. Three, three, count them, three adventures three. in it. It's got the orbs that you collect at the top with your sky scale. It's got mm -hmm. the sky scale target practice over there on the side, oh, and like it's that. got the wizard's trial, which is also. Very and isn't there a night versus a day version of one of them? Uh, no, they're both. It, they're just closed off. Whether it's the night or the day, they oh, try okay. to alternate. Oh. They're not perfectly alternating, but sometimes they're both closed off. But one happens at night and one mostly happens during the day. Okay. Yeah. Sick. Love it. And Love uh, it. if you want to do that, the keeping the balloon in the air one, get a group of, I think, yeah. about six people is where it was just That's right because you just yeah. leapfrog three to two people. <laughs> yeah. I went there on the day of <laughs> release and everyone was like, what is going on? And there were like 20 <laughs> people just running around like... <gasps> I was like, I was like, has everyone got ADHD here? I was like, this is this is literally me. Like, everyone's just like, being set going? loose in Wonka's factory. It, it was, was great. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was just like, so, wow, this is epic. I don't know if Nick is still in chat, but I have a question about uh, the wizard's trial, mm. and it's that when you're doing the time trial, uh, you have about ten minutes to do it as a time trial because then it gets cut off when the race starts. And the race starts like every 10 minutes and it lasts 10 minutes. So right. I don't, my question is, was it set up that way where you get cut off from doing the time trial because that at least gives me a, a chance to like break away from my computer and do other things and not <laughs> do it over and over again for three hours straight. And where I'll be like, oh, I can't do it anymore. I, I, oh yeah, I should be doing other things now. Is that what was that? Is that what's going on? <laughs> because They're otherwise, protecting you. Otherwise, I think it should be available during the race, also. <laughs> well, period. period. <laughs> Excellent. I'm so I'm so Great. glad that uh, we we had this this talk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're gonna pretty much end it there, I think, because the next oh, part. Okay is uh well no um, if ass. nick ant answers the question no no of course we'll talk about it but we're gonna end the talking about the story thing as we're gonna end it there for the story i think and because the next if your next video is literally starts neck like with um my bonds fate so it's like oh no like a good day. place to start and also we got three parts left because so 10 chapters right and more seven eight nine ten maybe we'll finish it i don't know it might be a bit yeah. three meaty. acts three parts of the podcast we good technically we go. it'll be four because it's number seven that we're on what seven eight nine ten four no i was talking about the acts oh hey what are you talking about there's three acts. chapters no Think. but those chapters no, together there's, there's create four acts. chapters in the act so there's three acts in the four chapters 
Oh, you there's mean free three acts, acts for our in the expansion. Shush, you regret. There's act one, <laughs> there's it, act two, and there's act three. <laughs> We've done pretty expansion. good at the. God damn it. Yeah, breaking that up. That was good. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. It was totally intentional, yes. I, yeah. So. <laughs> Great, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful job, everyone. We really Wonderful nailed that one. Well, way to just end on the Goodbye. most awkward thing. <laughs> Great job. We'll see you next Bad time fun. on the Lightbringers Guild Wars Super Podcast. Goodbye for now. Okay. Everyone sing Let's their own theme though. tune on the exit. Bye. I want him a Bond plushie. I want to see like one of those muscle body pillows from a Bond. Yeah. <laughs> oh you can do that. Ooh, you can like get a your Mersat. own body pillow. You just get a yeah. custom one. Get a custom, custom one. Mersat body pillow. They should sell it on the Goers to like shop. That'd be great. Now on the Lightbringer store, <laughs> you can get your own Lightbringer. Why not? Pay the ammo. Yeah. Pay the one. I want to climb in that demon goddess's arms. Honestly, arms. too. Okay. Screw it. <laughs> said arms. So everyone said arms. Arms. A R M S. Arms. 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 <laughs> but yeah, so the, the race sure goes on. The race starts every 10 minutes and it lasts for 10 minutes. So you get locked you out of trying to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I, it's like I, I I finally get the get I never into take the groove of doing it. I'll still be in the I get into the groove <laughs> and then all of a sudden, back. You only get 10 minutes to work on it oh, and then you're gone. I've awful. only done so. the challenge like Terrible. once. Is there a uh, special drop from it or something, or is it just it's just really fun? Because it was it, fun. I just get distracted. <laughs> it's there is no special. There's just there is a, for some reason there's a chest at the end. Uh, yeah, and a pair of boots. Yes, a pair of boots. That's the important part. Uh, it's boots. <laughs> the boots. But uh, but the no, I don't think there's a special drop. Just the chest. Oh, and and for some okay, so it's a weird one in that the adventure yes gives you a chest at the end, and then the 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 chests you get like the little chests you get for doing mm -hmm. gold silver bronze give you like a lot of experience like um oh. yeah a good chunk of expand i don't know why it, it's it's weird for an adventure to do that yeah. i should do it more then no that's great i i, th I thought it was fun but then there's always something else i'm in the city for yeah. so i've only ever done it the once yeah yeah, because there's a lot to do there it's amazing there's a lot to do yeah i i have a a weird proclivity to do the same thing over and over again. It's comfy. Also, you yeah. wanted to get the best times, I guess, maybe? Maybe that's me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Lovely. We are going to bugger off. Uh, and we will do the last... Yes, merch. I work on that. Uh, we will do a cheeky little outro. Just, just oh, is there like... going to be merch? I wasn't yeah. joking, but <laughs> I mean, maybe if people really want to. Um, I really want to do. There was Festival on recently in Fr was it in France or was it in Germany? I think both actually, because they used to do it. We used to do one in the UK. It was really fun. Um, I would love to do one next year in America. In America, that'd be amazing. Yeah, like in Seattle, and maybe get some devs to come over. <clears throat> Or instead wow. of Seattle, the perfect 
geometric, uh, ge- geographic location. That's a geometric it center. California. Where we all are. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Cal- California. 100%. Yeah. Chicago. No, I love any excuse to get to Seattle. I mean, Seattle is just good. <laughs> I guess this is where we're in now. And maybe oh, they could bring some plushies. It was so cool. One of the one of the um, one of the events we had in Europe, which is in London, we rented a pub out basically, and we had five PCs where people I would like commentate and teach people how to play PvP in tournaments, and they would just line up and like where they would just had me in the background commentating their stuff. And then That's we cool. everyone had like a plush. They got a char plushie when they came in the door. Aww. Every single person. Aww. It was That's so awesome. good. Like, and they got loads of prizes. It was just, it was a really good time. It was really wholesome. And we had another event where we were in like a big hall and stuff. And there was a bunch of people and they were like making stuff. It was just really, really good. So hopefully, maybe, I, I, that would be cool. Anyway, that's a random side effect. Uh, side thing. Proof. Where do you do the things that you do? Oh, and where can you get that Mab on pillow thing? Are you doing your <laughs> outro? Or are you... All right, what music? Hold on. We need the dramatic reveal right, right, again. Right, right. Sure. Fraction. I thought you were going to sink out of the picture when you were right, done. Wait, three, two, one, go. <laughs> I've got the music and everything. That was slow. Your whole table's sinking. Hi. Hey, <laughs> didn't for the music, but it's fine. It's funny to see you here. When did you get in my house? Oh, actually, the music does sit in now. <laughs> Who gave you a key? Do you know the landlord? You paying rent this month? If you answered yes to any of those questions, you might be also interested in my YouTube channel, um, which is a proof where I go over rental payments car payments, loans, insurance policies, and Roth IRAs. 401ks. And not those. I don't specialize in You go for a Roth, but you won't go for the 401k? No, no. We're doing (laughs) systems that are not taxed after a certain age that you take them out. Okay. Smart. Thank you so much for having me here. I had a great time. And um, I don't know where else to go from this. So just go back you. down. I'm going to bow out. I'm going to no say thank you. <laughs> and, so many things. <laughs> and um, yeah, find me on YouTube. Find me on Twitter. Find me on Discord. You know, we out here living life. <laughs> living life. All the scotch. I stream Guild Wars, whatever game strikes my fancy, and uh, Neva. That's something. a new one. Not heard um, of that one before. Guild Wars, no, whatever yeah. it goes on. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever, yeah. Well, I mean, it's been it's been a lot of paleo lately. Oh, I, nice, I've cool. Been, yeah, that's I've been hooked. Game. It's fun. Yeah. It's so peaceful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like actually being able to decorate a house. There's something about the uh, the nice. Uh, controlled palette that I, uh-huh. I actually am able to decorate. I, I don't do that in normal. Anyways, yeah. Um, yeah. I am not an interior designer, but I feel like one. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, Otter Scotch on Twitch, um, hopefully on Blue Sky soon on. Uh, it's really all I, I have a YouTube. There's some stuff there. Might be more. OK, <laughs> that's me. Thanks for joining us again this week. It's been awesome. To have Thank you, you so much. Again. It's fun. 
Um, Kruf as well. You're kind of welcome. Uh, <laughs> so love your face. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it's all right, Kruf. Hopefully knows by now. I'm joking. We've known each other quite a long time. Rookery, <laughs> Rookery, tell us what you do and what you do. Hi, yeah, I'm Rook, aka Rookery. That's R-O-O-K-U-R-I. You can find me on Twitch there. You can find me on YouTube at the same. And you can find me on Twitter at Rookery underscore. Uh, I am on Blue Sky. Theoretically, I'm going to start using it recent, mm. sometime soon here because X is on fire. Um, and that's just Rookery. So whatever we're doing, wherever it is, please come say hi sometime. Um, this month is a little bit weird because next week I am going to be flying out to London. And oh, I'm going to yeah. be there for a week. And then if you are tuning in, I'm sorry if not Guild Wars 2, but if you are one of the players who also plays Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, like I am, I'll be live on the FanFest stage and uh, commentating their PvP that's happening, um, nice. perhaps some other appearances, so keep an eye out. Um, but I'll be gone for a bit this month, so there's going to be a lot happening there, some other tournaments and podcast appearances and stuff that'll be coming up too this month, so uh, keep an eye out. I'm actually going to go do a tournament tonight at 9pm as well for Final Fantasy PvP, but we will be doing a lot of stuff with Guild Wars 2 as well, and always do, and it's wonderful to be on the podcast each week when I can, Jabro. You're very welcome. We're glad we could get you in for a little bit of the story, because next week you will not be here, I am assuming. No. Well, there we go. Okay. You will be missed. Oh, you got in for miss a your commentary bit. on Paytha. <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm so yeah, mad. That's true. Listen, all I can say is that she's hot, 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 so hot, incredibly hot, Just wildly hot. Whoa, wait, I what love time her. Would it be? <laughs> It'd be like I, 11 p.m. or God. something. Maybe we could get you a call in. Maybe we could get a call in for like, like five or ten know. minutes. Just <laughs> <on the> character. <laughs> or or no, leave no, no, a voice note in the Discord and we'll yeah, play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave us a five oh minute voice note like of how you feel <laughs> about okay. All right. We'll if I remember it for the first time. Great. If I remember, I will do that. But everybody just know that so, she is a to. gift. <laughs> she is a blessing. I love her. She might betray and murder us, but I'm okay with it. Wait, wait, wait. I've got a question for you. Aureen or Payfer? Now listen. (laughs) That I love both of them. And if it's just like... If you had to choose in a room, who to go to first? It depends on the context. No, there is no context. It's the same context. There's only one context. Well, why would you go to Orin could just talk actually they could both just talk in your brain that's right they can so you don't have to go to either of them look polyamory exists and I am it oh okay good fucking answer but I will say I will say that there's always you know it's always complicated with Orin because like technically (laughs) technically you also raised her from an egg but she's also like a multi-dimensional sentient being at this point that's far beyond our own Ken and although I love her dearly I can say firmly that Paytha I can thirst over with abandon yeah She's so good, and I just love her. She's enigmatic and mysterious and incredible and amazing and everything, and I'm just excited to see what happens. That's all. That's me, Rook, signing off for, like, the next two weeks. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, you have a wicked trip, and we'll be following and watching all the things. Maybe we'll Mm hope we can... They'll be offline by the time we get there. Oops. Well, anyway, it's going to be good times. I'm looking forward to watching. (sighs) Last but certainly not least, the one, the only, interrupter of all things, Boots. 
Hi, I'm Boots. B O O T T S. B O O T T S. Exactly. B O O T T S. You can find me at World Avengers on YouTube. And I've been, uh, I finally edited stuff that's going up. And then I got to get back on the grind and do the rest of the adventures. Excellent. Um, yeah. And Look forward to seeing more adventures from Boots. And you should wear like a pair of boots during your content and like put them up on the table. Like, like, put your feet up. Oh God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whoa, whoa, whoa wait, hold Calm on. down. Whoa, <laughs> yeah, I've got to blur those feet. <laughs> There's been like a hundred plus episodes of the Lightbringers and we've never seen feet before and boots was the first one. <laughs> that can't be true. That cannot be true. There's no way they could. Yeah, no, that, that is, you are the feet. first foot person. <laughs> okay. There's no way. Going straight for Karoof with that one. Out of everyone here, why me? No, well, and you are, you are mean, right. And you are right. To be and honest, right. to be honest, yeah. If it was going to be anyone else, it would be. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get real. Is that okay, Chris? Sorry, we're not trying I mean, to call yeah. you out. But, you know. Is that okay? I mean, what? Am, yeah. I mean, what am I supposed to say now? Hey, I'm asking for. You. Is that okay? What kind of question is that? <laughs> it's, I'm tired. It's been a long week. Is it okay that we think that you're just like a little freak that would put you in? I think that hernia is back. <laughs> yeah, the way you said it, it's okay. I mean, you're a little freak. <laughs> Jesus, oh. alright. <laughs> Damn. Oh, no. Well, yes. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Black chat is like, well, yes. You better, you better delete this, but crew, because I said that, and no, you know, I love you. I'm not you, deleting but... any of this. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah. I'm not deleting it, Rook! This is no! We're gonna get demonetized. I'll join Boots. No! I'll join Boots. That was a kick. That was a, an educational demonstration of a, a martial a arts kick. kick. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you'll, have to, you'll have to pay uh, for my only, only feet and slash only me's oh. channel to get a picture of mine. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not as forthcoming. And we were talking about blinking being $100. That's at least $500 right there, baby. I'm not showing that for free. Absolutely not. I want I want a sound clip of uh, Rook saying, true for your little freak. I want a sound clip <laughs> of that too. <laughs> okay, because I'm not sure how he, like uh, what's going to happen next. I think we're going to go. <laughs> like, like, probably there's good. some, there's some interesting help. moments happening, which <laughs> I feel like it's just going to get worse. Okay, <laughs> or better. Depends how you feel. I mean, you know, better is good Could as well. Me either. Everyone. <laughs> okay, we'll see you next time for the Lightbringers podcast. We're going to talk about the last. Um, see a thief? See Crucifix Obscure. <laughs> I keep doing that. See Crucifix Obscure party, uh, parts. Um, Lightbringers.com. No, that's our website. Twitch. Oh the camera's really flustered because wow. of all the feeds. <laughs> Oh, oh, a little flustered. Really so. really oh, all, all these feet are getting me warm. My eyebrows are sweating. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, they're doing their job. <laughs> they're not supposed to do that. They're supposed they? to catch your sweat. They are catch they? your sweat. Is that why they designed for that? Yeah. yeah, that's why they were designed. That's why, yeah, that's why your eyebrows were designed like that. Check up on whoever that was. Like, well, who produced that fractal? I need some input. Uh, <laughs> 
Okay. We just do. We. It is weird that we just have like two hair bars. Yeah, yeah right. they're, they're, they're put there so that your the body knows where to put your and eyes. And some people draw them on, so they're um, not even like yeah. like truly doing their thing. It's true. We gotta end this. We've said okay, the word hair bar. We need to end it all. We gotta end it. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go. Well, we've got officially gone for two hours now, so it's fine. Okay, twitch.tv slash jebriuni every week on a Friday, depending on whether or not I uh, am available, but normally. We'll be back next week. See you soon. YouTube.com slash jebriuni if you want to check out the rest of the episodes, which there are plenty and many. If you want to Google it, do that thing as well on Spotify, on Google, on iTunes, on your favorite websites. Goodbye for now. We'll see you next time on our Bringers Podcast. Podcast.